And we're back with the Blacklisted Gaming Podcast. For those that don't know, me and Doc are recording this. But if you are on YouTube right now watching this, welcome into our first actual... Am I on camera? You're on camera. Welcome to our first official... It's not our first official, but it's our first... It is our first official video recording. It's a first official, not live-streamed recording. Yes. And I, I wanted to do it like this because streaming the podcast is kind of a pain in the ass and the biggest reason why it's chat. a pain in the ass is because of chat we chat's extremely a, distracting natural innateness to to look at chat and it, it disturbs i also had to flow. figure out a second camera for doc and i was going to use my phone and i'm glad i didn't use my phone because um the phone quality even though my camera on my phone is great the camera quality when I'm USBing it to this, I had to find a separate program to install yeah. onto the computer and then in, add the app to the phone yep. to USB link it. And then I had to update my drivers. Yeah, that's, that's how I did it when I was in Cuba and I would stream. I used my phone it's, and I had to it's do It's good in a jam, which is why I'm going to keep it. I'm going to use it as a second camera for uh, my push-ups. Oh, I got it good. So it I'm, is really cool. That's I'm going to add, I'm loving OBS the more and more I'm and using it. And you can it. use that as a microphone too if you need to. I don't want to use it as a microphone. I'm just saying it's an option. I have more microphones than I fucking, than anybody could ever want. It's an option. It is an option. I even, it's funny, I want to actually upgrade from my Yeti Blue, but I want to get the, I, I'm saving up for that. Like, I'm going to get a, uh, I'm saying uh, a lot. I'm going to get a new Elgato Wave 3. So glorious. Everyone I've watched that's used that microphone, their audio quality is mwah, you're gonna, it's great. You're gonna, is mine sound good when I'm using it? Yeah, yours sounds good. Your camera sucks, though. My camera is perfectly fine. Your, li your lighting is bad. You're very dark. How dare you? Well, I mean, I'm being completely honest with you. What do you want me to do? It's usually when I have it dark for a reason, but then I have the LED lights so that I change up. When I have my green screen, it's, it's perfect. But I switch it up to where I have the darker background. Yeah. For the lights and everything. When I go back to the green screen, it'll be, it won't be dark. Cool. I so like to switch it up. Um, this week we have a lot of topics. Very few topics this week are going to actually be related to Activision. Fucking finally. And well, most of I the mean, topics that I have are going to be. Two of them are though. Two of them are. That is correct. Um, two of the eight. Two of the eight. I'd yeah, that's, we have we have eight topics. That's, that's reduced to one out of four. That's true. It's twenty five percent. Um, Math. The, the other thing that I'm doing is I'm going to be showing Doc some videos and some of the YouTube videos that I'm going to be showing. I can show on YouTube. I haven't come up with anything really horrible that I can't put on YouTube, so don't worry. And I, I it's mostly I want the Doc's opinion. About how fucked up these people got. <laughs> I need to look at it like a butcher, man. Oh, yeah. It's going to be glorious. So. Got a bit of regiment news, too. We do have a bit of regiment news. Let's talk about the. Speaking of, though, repping the new Gamer Advantage glasses and jersey. Yeah, you are. You are. We don't have the red jerseys yet, though. Here, why don't coming. you showcase those glasses when I go to your. I'm, gonna, uh, you're, I'm on your scene right now. Oh, uh, we'll even put the, the, the magnetic on. Wait for it. pretty glorious you're so fucking i want to put these on just for the whole time i don't think he'll let me no i mean 
who really wants to watch somebody wear sunglasses the whole time? Um, hashtag not an ad, I guess. <laughs> oh yeah, gamer advantage. Yeah, I guess that uh, we could use that as a plug. That's a plug. Pretty much. We just need more sponsorships. Um, no, we do. But we uh, can we can plug the regiment shit though. For those of you that are watching, I also have some scenes for like switching back and forth between the cameras. I'm really new at doing that. I've never done that before. So if you're like, why is he doing random camera switches? I'm like, <laughs> I'm not a professional when it comes. Don't to Don't fucking like, judge us. I'm not a professional when it comes to switching camera scenes. So I'm gonna I'm gonna crack open this fucking freedom in a can. Yeah, I left my energy drink upstairs. I've been drinking Glorious. coffee. Nice rip it. I'm almost out of coffee too. I actually saw a meme from Rip It today where it's got a guy sitting on the end of a branch and it's sawing through it. And on him, it's drinking coffee. And on the other side of the tree, where the actual tree is, it says, Energy you could have gotten from a ribbit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you and your rippets, man, you're going to die. That's yeah, just probably, gonna but I'm going to die happy. Drinking a rippet makes me, honestly, like, drinking rippets makes me feel like shit. And not in a good way. It makes me feel like I'm a fat piece of shit. Like, I just feel, <laughs> I feel but, but fucking. But I know I'm a fat piece of shit, so it's okay. You can fix that. You know that, right? <laughs> just do PT. Go to but the gym. I know I do that, but it's so delicious to, like, not be skinny. Whatever, man. You know what's better than, you know what feels better than being fat? Being in shape. I didn't say I'm not in shape. I just have some fluff. And that part is delicious. Yeah. Because I still have to pass PT standards. Yeah, you do. If I'm, I were a veteran, then I'd be like, all right, I got to work out some more. I might not actually, I might actually start, now that I'm doing these camera scenes, I'm kind of switching them in spots that are stupid. <laughs> but... Um, I'm gonna start on the regiment news. All right, go ahead and read off our regiment news so, before so we go into the topic. I got two. I got a copy for him too, so he can read along. So if uh, you didn't get a copy of the limited edition red jersey, so remember everyone deployed. Sucks to fucking suck, nerd. It's too late. Ours are coming on Tuesday, so we'll have them for the next recording. But there have been talks. We're gonna have potentially soon. It's not solidified or anything, but it's already been announced that it's in the future. The branch specific jerseys gonna be coming so that'll actually be pretty badass i cannot wait to wear an army jersey i swear to god if they make the navy one the blue digital i'm buying the marine corps one you know they're going to right not doing it i'll buy it just to have it but i'm also gonna buy the marine corps one probably and i'm allowed to do that because i'm fmf (laughs) oh what is what is fmf again fleet marine force oh cool so we just recently had the largest community meeting I've seen us have since we had community meetings. Like we had like 150 people in there. They were using the new stage thing, so nobody could fucking talk unless they got permission. So it was actually nice. So you didn't have a million mics just going off and over and over. And there was a specific chat set up. So if you wanted to comment or ask a question or whatever, it'd be in the chat section for it. And you just you scroll. So the people that were talking would be able to see the chat and address things but it didn't just sound horrendous who was that like it was last Saturday. was that i know when it was but was that so was that uh they basically did they mute everyone it's natural so you you have it to where certain people have permissions 
and then you can give permission to other people. Or, like, people can raise their hand to ask permission, like, raise their hand to ask permission. Point I think of they, personal privilege? Kind of, yeah. They, I think they stole it from Microsoft Teams, actually, because that's how Teams does everything. Okay. I know that's just from, from the hospital. The Teams does that, and Discord, because they're, you know, they're marketing to other things other than gamers. Like, gaming is their, their primary, basically, but they're marketing to businesses also to be able to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that they've implemented for on the business side as appealing. But it also worked for us, too. I mean, we didn't have to deal with a million mics going off. But the after action report is in the pin barracks chat. So if you if you weren't able to attend a meeting, like, you know, my partner over here, that the after action report's in the barracks. <clears throat> okay. I'm going to leave the next one for the last part. So if you're looking to become a mod or a staff member, you can fill out the application that's posted in the announcements. Section. I did. And I we'll, filled mine out. We'll see how it comes. Fantasy football starts on September 9th, $250 NFL Fantasy, Fantasy I really Survivor hope, Contest. I know nothing about but football, so. I really hope that, um, hang on a second. Actually, uh, they're, they're making it to where you don't have to really even know anything about football. They just want people to participate. So, Candy Boiler, he's, he's the one that's kind of heading up that because he's super smart and he's a sports nerd. Well, one of the last things, as we all know, the shit going down in Afghanistan and everything, a lot of guys are having some struggling issues. Our partner, Stack Up, is phenomenal. So they have a great mental health support program over there. Yeah, the Discord is actually in, in our section for all the announcements and the partner area up in Welcome. So they're, they're actually phenomenal. It's already established. They've got someone to be able to reach out to. It's on Discord, and they're also gamer focused. I mean, they're it's veterans to veterans again. So I mean, social connection saves lives. So reach out to somebody. If you don't want to talk to any of us, reach out to Stack Up. Especially nowadays, uh, with everything going on in Afghanistan, I know a lot of guys that are struggling. Absolutely. And it's it's a fucked up time right now. And you know, I haven't. I wasn't there. So my my emotions on the whole thing, I feel, aren't warranted, but in a way are. And the only reason why I don't think it's not warranted, like, I I feel like I'm not allowed to have any kind of um, feeling of uh, being upset with this whole thing. Kind of. There's this thing that we dealt with for Interreverent Warriors in the, after, like, the first year when I went to the the first leadership conference where we revamped everything. We changed the logo or not the logo, the motto and everything, the mission statement basically. And one of the guys there, he's no longer in leadership cause he's, he's got his own thing going on. He still goes to hikes and everything, but he, yeah. had to, he had to step down from leadership that he had only ever done one deployment and it was a, a Mew. So a Marine expeditionary unit. So he didn't get to do anything. Like he didn't get to go combat or anything. And he always felt super guilty about that. And that's one of the big things that has been coming up nowadays. And and even one of our top guys has talked about, because he had gotten out of the military just before 9-11 happened, and he couldn't get back in. So he always had that guilt of, like, he wanted to go, and he, he like he couldn't. And then his service was during peacetime. So that's basically survivor guilt that a lot of people have is still legitimate. Like it, it's Even still, if, so what about for those of us that didn't get to go? That's what I'm saying. That's, that's basically what that is. Like that survivor guilt that you, 
you didn't do all these things, you didn't get to, and even though you may have wanted to, that it can it can be almost up to par of the level of distress because you didn't get to do it. That makes sense because a lot of times I'm finding myself really upset at the fact that I didn't get to go when they went and I missed out. Like when I got when I, cause when I got to the unit that I was in, the 173rd, they were the most deployed unit in Afghanistan at the time. Hmm. And when I got there, they were still in Afghanistan for about three months. And then they came back. And that was the last one they did. They were never going back to Afghanistan again. So I just kept wondering, like, what the fuck am I going to do now? Like, why? This is the whole reason why I joined. What am I? Where's what's my purpose? And then I met and all it was it was fucked up because I was over there for so long in that unit that guys that were on that deployment thought I was on that deployment with them. I remember like, said this before. They were telling, they would tell stories and like, "Oh, Higgins, you were, you remember that, don't you?" I'm like, "I didn't go with you," and like, "You didn't, de- you were on that deployment, weren't you?" And I was like, "No," I said, "I never got to deploy," because I've only ever done all this shit in the Baltics with you guys. Like, I was in the unit when you guys got back from, Af- like, before you got back from Afghanistan, and I missed out on that. And they were like, "What the fuck?" And I was like, "I know, it sucks," because it was. It, I have a buddy who was a medic, and. He actually wrote a book that, you know, he published a book and it was, I haven't read it yet, but a lot of people are saying it was a really good book. And I think it was called, I want to say, um, leaving the, leaving the war early or something like that. Basically what happened was on that same deployment that I missed, he deployed with them and he got wounded within the first month, not even. And he ended up having to come home. So he missed the whole deployment. Mm. And that fucks with him too. Especially him because he's a medic. That's part of... Now they're, they've been... In the early part of the Here, war, they me, were doing that. Let me look this up. So, I want to find out the name of his book. In the early part of the war, that was that was a very prevalent thing. And now they had... Uh, mental health-wise, they had found that keeping them in the fight or f- at least finishing out the mission as much as possible before sending them home did significantly those that were able to do that or at least finish the deployment did significantly better mentally when they got home versus the guys that had to get sent home early yeah or if they had to get sent out for something to send them back to be able to at least finish out somehow and they they felt that much more accomplished than if they just got sent back hang on i'm trying to find um, do we have a screen share for like the articles and everything or, or is it just going to be us reading the articles? I have a screen share. Ooh, look at that. Oops. That's not what I want to do. There we go. All right. Let's see. Let me find, um, that's him right there. I just want to clarify that he was a medic and not a corpsman. Yeah. He was an army medic. Uh, Tyler Carroll. He was a he was a medic. He was in, in dog company with me. Like he was over there. Let's see. Uh, born in the military, reluctantly enlisted, and failed to attempt at college after being a medic in the U.S. Army. <laughs> has since obtained a bachelor's degree in business. He owns he uh, owns this this company, Dead Reckoning Collective, and pretty much what it is. Attempt at college. Dead Reckoning Collective. It's a veteran organization where you know veterans all write books, and he puts them out. I hate um, writing. 
It's not for everyone. Let me see if I can find his book. I hate writing evals and awards, honestly. Everyone hates that. You're not the only one. Evals and re- shit. I didn't want to. It's mostly do that. my. It's mostly my own. But I also hate writing it for other people because I'm not a good writer, and it takes me a long fucking time just to do one. It's not a natural thing for me. I R Corman. <clears throat> All right, hang on. Let's see. We're just gonna have that dead air. No, no, we're not having dead air. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, um, while you're looking that up, from last week's, not last week's, two weeks' episode, last episode, but two weeks ago's episode, you wanted to hear this host story, which I can't believe I haven't told you about this before, but the name is going to be You Are Not the Father. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was actually, I finished the episode yesterday, and I was... um I was very. Uh, I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember this. <laughs> I remember you talking about the this the the chick with the multiple personality disorder, and she thought you were the kid, or your kid's dad." Well, I thought she fucking knew. We'll get to that later. I'm still trying to find. I can't believe I haven't told you that story though. There's how have I not talked I, about this? I, before? I don't know. I really don't know. Like, hey, what are our plays at, by the way? For that one, it's like 45. (laughs) Nice. That's good. That's a good one. Nice. We're at 45 plays for this one? Yeah. I mean, a lot of them are me. Have you, like, played it 20 times or something? So he wrote a book. Basically, it was was all poetry. That's the book. Well, basically what it was, like, he wrote this book based on... um, Hey, don't don't knock his fucking shit. No, I just don't like poetry. I know you don't. You don't like anything. Not true. Um, poetry guy. His book was basically about missing out, and part of, like were parts of this book that he, the first ever book that he wrote was about missing out, like of the rest of the deployment. And it actually had me thinking. I'm like, is that what I'm feeling? Like the the feeling of guilt from missing out. Like I didn't, because I I didn't get to do it, and that's the other thing that sucks about the uh, about why I feel the way I do about Afghanistan is because I feel I feel for the my brothers and sisters and my friends that all went and the friends that I know that didn't make it back, and it's just like I I have all these mixed feelings about the situation because I've all these places that I've ever heard stories from and all I knew of our foothold here and everything that everything. You know, in that whole aspect, but I wasn't there for it, mm. and I, it's it's weird that I have this indirect connection with Afghanistan through my time in the army with all the you know my my buddies' experiences, and they all say like, "Hey, man, you know, war's not all glorious," and I understand that. Like, I understand that it's not all that's cracked up to be, but also at the same time, it's like. I missed out on a lot, you know, I missed out on a lot of, you know, experiences and, and a lot of, um, brotherhood that I didn't get out of, you know, going over there. And one of the biggest issues that I struggle with is seeing how everything's unfolding and no, and it's, it's a double-edged sword. I got a feeling of guilt from not going. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and I got a feeling of relief for not going because how would it how would this whole situation affect me if I did? Yeah. And it's it's almost it can also compound the guilt because then you can feel guilty for having that relief of not going. That's yeah, that's the other thing. You know, I have a lot of buddies of mine that did go and they'd be like, "Hey man, it's probably better for you that you didn't." Yeah, like they like they're happy that we didn't go. Yeah, they're happy for us for not going, but it's also funny that when you're in and you don't go, they, <laughs> yeah. get, they give you so much <laughs> fuck. So they much bust your fucking balls. Boot. You, they bust your balls so much. And it sucks because I feel like I'm not allowed to have an opinion because I didn't get to go. Like, I'm not allowed to. I'm, I feel like I'm not allowed to feel the way I feel mm. because I didn't get to go. And it's like, that's why one of the reasons why I don't talk about any of it because it's, I, don't, I don't feel like I have a say. I don't feel like I'm allowed to f- to feel the same way that these guys do. That's one of the things I loved about when I first joined IW because that was in at least until that meeting, that leadership conference. That leadership conference will forever be nothing will ever be like it. None of the other leadership conferences have been the same. Like they're all magical, mm-hmm. but this one had like an elevated magic just because it was it was smaller and it was, it was the first one. It was amazing, and like we had a campfire, we'd all talk shit around it, tell tell these stories, and that was one of the first times that I truly heard other people go so in depth about that type of thing. And then I knew from that point on, at least within IW, because it's all vets, all anyone that's ever military, some way, shape, or form that they can actually talk about that and feel comfortable and they'll find other people like that. My whole thing, I also feel shame. Yeah. I feel shame for the fact that I didn't get to do it. And it's it's so it's stupid in a way cuz I'm like why I've cuz it's not even our fault. It's it, that I, yeah, it's not our fault that it's not my fault that I didn't get to go. But I feel shame because it, it pisses me off when I – that's why that E8 that I was um, – that I dealt with when I was in the National Guard that was actively avoiding deployments. Mm. And then here's me. I missed out because that was just the way the cards lied for me. And then here's this fucker, 15 years in the Army, actively running from them. And – it pissed me off because I'm like, you could have and you didn't. And I wish I could have. That's one of the reasons when people ask me about like my deployments or like my last quote unquote deployment, I the way I say it, I say it the way that I do is because I feel like it's it it makes me sound a way that it's not. Like when I say deployment and I'm referring to fucking Gitmo. Yeah. Like other people, when they hear deployment without knowing the context of it, they're like, oh, that's that's all. Thank you. Oh, what province were you in? Like, and and shit. to me, I'm like, I'll either air quote, I was on deployment or in reality, I just say I was on an extended vacation. That's why I hate being thanked for my service. I'm like, all I. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. I was like, no, I say thank you for the support. And in my mind, I'm like, why are you thanking me? All I did was jerk off, go to the gym, play video games, and, <laughs> I do, and I like drink the a lot. That's Talladega it. Talladega Nights thing. I was like, I don't know what to do with my I hands. I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah, it's, you know, back to the whole thing with Stack Up. Um, 
They're and awesome. All of our organizations are are awesome. Um, the regiment, Reverend Warriors, Stack Up, all these guys, you know, they all have the same mission. And the reason I think Stack Up though is because they actually have a a established, legitimate mental health support yeah. versus just like me and you bullshit and talking. Right. There's only so much that we're able to do, and he, honestly, even legally, that. I, I know the aspect of working with NIW and then as a mental health professional myself limits. Yeah. We've got limits and the, they're, they're able and they're capable to do more than what we can. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's, um, what's after stack up what else we have? Oh, we already talked about the becoming a mod. Yeah. yeah. I just and, wanted to leave that one as the last one. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. I submitted when we hear back from this, I think they're just going through all the applications because it only it's only how many are they picking? I have no idea because I think there's other staff positions that they're looking for, like actual staff positions. Yeah. And then that I can that I can say I I can't do. And the only reason why I can't do is because I am I've been actively trying to be in the discord more. I'm sure you've noticed. Yeah. And it's not even just our Discord that I'm more actively in. I'm in act. I'm been this, this whole past week active in so many different Discords because I'm trying to expand my networking. Mm. But I'm also trying to be more active in the Regiment Discord so that I can be a mod. Yeah. So so I can keep up on things. And then even more so, I, I think it, actually I started being more active in, in Regiment Discord with the whole thing in Afghanistan. That's when I started becoming more active in it. Same with the Reverend Warriors. By the way, why am I not able to go into the military-only chat and Irreverent Warriors? You should be able to. I have it set. It says I'm not allowed. I'm not allowed to. I'll have to I have no. The... Per- I have no permission to post in there. Maybe that's why it's an empty chat. I'll have to look at it because I have it set to where all. Of, if you have a branch uh, role, those are the people that have access. Yeah, I know. I have a branch role and I have a veteran role and, and it's only the my, branch roles. Only the branch roles have access to it. Well, I, I have you, you, I, yeah, you, you I, got the army I, role. I, I've, I've got the army role, but I can't access the chat. I'll have to look at the settings. Some then. people can, That's I weird. can't. I'll have to so look at some of the settings. I, I, I forgot to text you about that earlier. I'm like, why can't I talk in the military only chat? Nobody has though, that, and that might be why. Other That's people, probably why. Yeah, there are. It's very. I should have made it to where you had to react to a role before you could do anything in the server, because so many people don't read and they don't have a role yet. See, I did like every role, but I still can't access certain things. No, like, I mean before. So you see, anyone that has a white name hasn't reacted to a role. Oh, really? They don't have a branch. What's who are yet. the what? What color are the names in regiment that are moderators? It's just green. Green, yeah, because it's a green weenie. Okay. So who's red? Idea. Red is the actual staff. So they're technically mods too, but they're the staff members. So like Chris, Ben's woven, like and the, orange, the VA and, and like the yellowish orange is like just regular verified guys. The yellow, there's one that's like the blood red one is the staff, and there's a reddish one that's Marines. Okay. I yeah, the darker red one is staff and the lighter red one is Marines. Yeah, for sure. Why did the Marines get one? Oh, you know what? I think gold is army. I think so. Blue is probably Navy, Navy. or Air Force. Blue, blue is Navy. I can't remember what Air Force is. I'd have to look. I think Space Force is like pink or some shit. <laughs> and there is no pink in regiment. Yes, None. there is. There are four members. There are four Space Force members in regiment. You're kidding me. No. And one of them does talk frequently. 
Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I did not expect I, that. I tagged him in a conversation the other day. I was like, bro, teach me your secrets. Let me get in. Tell me how to get in. Get into the Space Force? Like, let me in the club. I, I want to go to orbit. I want to go to space. I want to do guardian things. I want to guard the galaxy. <laughs> All right, guys, so let's talk about the topics. Um, so there's a couple of Activision topics, but there's also a lot of really good ones. So we got um, California has expanded the Activision lawsuit after HR was caught destroying evidence. I just think of SpongeBob's brain when he's going around just burning shit and, like, shredding documents and shit. We did it, Patrick. We saved the city or whatever the fuck. And then the whole well, His brain fire. is freaking out. And it's the office. Uh, everything's burning. I forgot that Alicia it's, would it's know that great, episode. It's a great episode. Would. It's just—it's hilarious. That's exactly how I picture it. But which, so anyway, by the way, this is—they started. They got. Um, they're being accused, and I, I should have rewarded this. They're being accused of shredding documents. Correct. Not confirmed that they did. They're also being accused of holding employees from being able to talk through NDAs. Oh yeah, I heard about that one. Um, which this whole accusation Which is, that's a legal that's a legal mess because an NDA is a legitimate thing. Yes. But they're also like you're you're holding them from talking about shit because of an NDA specifically for this. Like that's a, that's a legal yes. nightmare. I'm sure it is. But you know what's not a legal nightmare if they actually were shredding documents. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That is 100% illegal because they were doing it while the lawsuit was currently active. The crazy thing is it's it's going to be so hard to prove. And especially if they use cross-thread shredders, they'll never be able to put no, the documents together. No, no, because everything's in small squares. So it's, it's like it's 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 snow basically. Yes. It's 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 whew, it, that is going to be as if they could prove this. It's Activision, it, but if it's they do hard. prove this, Activision's fucked. Activision's going to be in so much legal shit for this. Probably. Which is this is shit like this is why I don't understand why people are supporting the next Call of Duty. Because they don't see it as their problem. The well, no, it's kind of, but I don't think they see it as the overall company itself. It's just a game to them. I know, and I hate that because it's it's so stupid. Why? To me, let though, me put it in perspective like this. Well, also to me, it's also not fair to the good ones that are within the company. So, like, I see both sides of it. So, there are a lot of good people in the company, especially the devs, that need the support. Yeah. yeah, that aren't those assholes that are gonna need the support of the game. They're basically under the thumb of corporate. Yeah, and it, it, as much as we hate the top guys, I, I don't think it's truly fair to the. 80% of the people in the company that aren't those fucking dicks that are just working on the fucking game. Yeah. Um, now, buying shit from the store, that's one thing I will not support. No, yeah, absolutely. If I just buy the game itself, then I'm fine with that. I'm probably not going to buy this game, at least at not initially. I'm. You if, know, it actually, if it actually comes out and a lot of people are playing it and like it looks good from gameplay, I'll buy it eventually. But upon release, I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it at all. I've got, I mean, I'm I've not, not going to say I won't, but... I've got other shit that I've been enjoying, like Splitgate, Battlefield, Destiny 2 is now cross-play, and new expansion's out. And uh, there's Godfall, just saying. I'll consider it. Shut the fuck up about Godfall. It's pretty glorious. So, Nothing got it. And more Activision Blizzard news. Blizzard um, renames Overwatch character amid the lawsuit. Stupid. It was, fucking stupid. What was this fucker's name? 
This is just, uh, god damn it. I literally just something saw McCree? it. Jesse McCree? It's McCree. It's just McCree. Because it was named after the dude. Yeah. Yeah, McCree. Jesse, I think this yeah, is, Jesse McCree. That's just, just fucking stupid. That's just, that's just virtue signaling. And people are being stupid. I understand <laughs> yeah, I where they're so. trying to say about it, but, like, this is ridiculous. Well, I mean, to a point. I mean... I think this part is... To where you're changing a... This is technically this could be the same as renaming Fort Benning. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You see what I mean? Yeah. Like, it doesn't you're matter. Comparing, but you're comparing a video game character that is based off of the guy versus an established historical base that they're only changing the name because the guy was a Confederate officer. The only difference is, is quote-unquote history because it was a long time ago not even just that you're talking about civil war history you know i get you it's the versus same premise. We a video look at game the developer that was accused of sexually it's, assaulting people you got to look at the basic principle of it it's the same to a point it's it's ridiculous to a point it's the same it's, to a point i don't think it's the same same it's ridiculous when you break it down to the the principle of it and the reasoning behind it when you take out the opinion versus what it's about, it's the same thing. We'll get into this discussion more when we get to it. So Dr. Disrespect is suing the fuck out of Twitch, as he says. I thought he already was, honestly. Really Th that's what he was saying early on. That's what he said, like, last year. Yeah. That's when this whole thing happened, he was talking about how he was going to yeah. sue Twitch. But now he's saying that he does know what at that time he was suing Twitch. He was looking into suing Twitch because at, at that time when he mentioned the lawsuit. But he also said he didn't. He, never he didn't knew. know. He didn't know. But now he claims that he does know. And he said he's known for a couple months. I'm going to tell you guys this right now. He never says why. Yeah. Don't, don't get so your if you're, if you're getting your hopes up. up that we're about to reveal why, <laughs> we're not. Can you imagine if we were the podcast that fucking revealed that shit? What, to the, all 20 people listening? Well, we would. I think we would naturally blow up, though. What, if, if we, we, had... if we f were the first ones to find out? Yeah. Imagine. Well... I w we were the first ones to talk about Anthem, or not Anthem, Apex, and that didn't blow up. The, I don't know. I feel like this has more traction, though, because everyone wants to know. When it's drama, people want to know. Yeah, everyone's attracted to drama. It's, it's human so, nature. Um, and he doesn't disclose why because of legal reasons. Yeah, obviously, there's an active lawsuit. It's being, probably an NDA. No, I don't think it's an NDA. I think it's just um, one of those legal things where it's... It could fuck up the whole case for him if he yeah, brings probably. it up. It's not in his favor. Um, Battlefield 2042. Uh, we got some news on that. Allegedly, there are a ton of hacks on sale um, months before the release. And I'm not sure how good or bad that, you know, the, or how reliable this whole thing is. It's mostly... Actually, no, it is reliable because if you go onto the hack site, there's a ton of fucking hacks available for it. So we will see. Apparently, there's there's a, allegedly going to be a huge surge of hackers in 2042 at launch. So. I think it's bullshit. We'll find out. Yeah, I mean, we can't, there's nothing that we can really do. But I already wait. see footage of Battlefield Five and Battlefield One with like hacking footage. Yeah, but those are those are older games. They don't really have as much support anymore. Battlefield Five is only a couple years old. Yeah, but they stopped fucking support for that uh, last year. 
Yeah. They stopped support for that very, very quickly. Because when they saw their player number was plummeting, the developers were even like, we're not a fan of this game. No. And I remember they actually put out an article for it when they they were like, this is going to be our last update. And that's all we're going to get. I know. Everyone was really hoping to get, you know, more of like Normandy and all that crazy mm-hmm. shit. And that ended up never happening. They dropped one major... One last major update for it, and that was it. They dropped support. For that it. was one thing I noticed about Battlefield Five that didn't make sense to me. When it came to the Allied nations, there were no Americans at launch. The American, the only time that you ever saw American soldiers in Battlefield Five was for the Pacific update. I don't remember. It was I really the, don't. I, I remember this because I remember I had it and I played it, and I said, "There's really no like U.S." It was all about, like, the start of World War II. U.S., I understand, yeah, yeah, yeah. came in near the end. I don't think I've played... I don't think I paid attention to the character aspect of it like It was... That. Well, faction-wise, even in multiplayer, there was no American faction. It was all other allied countries and the Germans and, the, and all that shit. I was like, I mean, I don't, think I, I don't think I paid attention to that aspect. They didn't add, they didn't the add American troops until uh, they did the Pacific Theater DLC. Makes sense. So it was just everyone's like, "What the hell? Why? Why the is Pacific there?" Pacific one was one of their best ones. You would, honestly. it was because you know the Pacific theater was fucking horrendous, and the fact that it was just insanely violent fighting against the Japanese. But um, you also had the very prominent like you had Normandy, <laughs> Omaha, and I just think of Peyton Manning and everything every time I hear Omaha. I'm sure you do. <laughs> So, World of Warships, uh, basically, it's a wargaming. It's made by wargaming. It's uh, actually pretty cool. Have you seen ever seen gameplay of it? I have. I used to play World of Tanks a lot. I don't like that one. World of Warships. World of Warships, cool. Maybe I never got because at launch, it was PC only. And they mm. didn't add consoles for a couple years. Because I see my friend do it all the time. And uh, it's probably cliche because I'm in the Navy. But it actually we, looks pretty badass. What we, it does. And me and, me and Van Horn, we were going to get it. Because we played World of Tanks a lot. And I'm like, oh shit, World of Warships? Can you imagine playing as a battleship? And you guys are just like, it's all naval warfare and airplanes? That's I think pretty it, cool. It, 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 looked, it looked amazing when I saw the trailer. But the problem was it wasn't out for console. It was only out for PC. Mm. Is it crossplay? Now it is, I think. Is now it, it is. World, War, World of Tanks is now crossplay too. It's been crossplay for about a year now. Because okay. um, Destiny just became crossplay. Yeah, it did with a new update. Um, but the issue with World of Warships, and I remember this in World of Tanks, because it was a free-to-play game, so it had a lot of fucking monetization schemes in it for premium currency, and like there was like five different types of currency. And the worst thing about it was that the fact that the current the premium currency. And your normal currency was expended after each match. So what? If you, whenever you, like you, if you didn't use it, if you didn't use it, it wouldn't. But the rounds that you fired, you had to buy more rounds with the currency that you earned at the match. And if you lost a match, you lost currency too. Not the premium currency, but the standard currency that you earned in gameplay. If you lost a match or you performed badly, it would take money from you. So it was incentivizing. It was incentivizing you to buy more. Nah, fuck that. Because you could earn by grinding, or you can you can spend money and get l- packs that gave you large amounts of in-game currency. Well, World of Warships had a, a huge loot box thing, and this involves adding a ship that um, everyone wanted. It was like the USS Missouri. 
Oh, okay. That's recent, too. And they added this ship. They added this ship about a year ago, but there was a lot of bugs with it that was making balancing issues, like, fucked up. And it was causing, like, issues in the game. They took it out. This is the recent, this is the recent one, right? The, the recent edition? The recent edition, yeah. So they added the USS Missouri, took it out, and for about a year, you know, it wasn't there. It wasn't available. But now they brought it back, and they put it in loot boxes. So you can't just buy the ship. you got to earn it in loot boxes. Of course. And because of that, um, there's been a mass exodus of the premium players, like their content creators and stuff. I don't mind them. Have said, you know, Fuck it. It was a, they, some of them even said, it's been a good run, but I'm out. <laughs> like, straight up said it just like that. I don't think there's been an episode that I've been on. That doesn't talk about loot boxes? That hasn't been a loot box topic. Yeah, I know. That's how ridiculous this shit is. I know. So another Skyrim remaster is coming. However, I'm I'm surprised it's not EA. What World Warships? Well, no, the loot box. Usually, the loot box topic is tied to EA. It usually is, yeah, but this time it's not. So we're gonna talk about another Skyrim remaster. This one comes with the next gen upgrade for consoles and a bunch of other content and shit. But where's the next game though? It's there's been more <laughs> fucking there's been more versions of Skyrim than I can even count. It goes all the way back. I don't to think PS2, I've ever seen. It? I've no PS3. Because it came out in uh, 2011. Okay. So for the 20. 10 year anniversary in 2021, it's going to come out 11 11 21. Um, they're releasing it. Veterans Day? 11 11. November 11th is. Oh, yeah. It is coming out Veterans Day. So it's going to have a next gen upgrade. But the caveat on this one, which I forgot to add to this, it's not going to be a free next gen upgrade unless you already own. Um, like the uh, the uh, the top tier versions of the game. Mm. So if you own the base game, you're gonna have to pay for the next gen upgrade. That's how all of them are doing it, though. Because if you just buy the base, I get that. Yeah, for games that are coming out on PS4 and PS5, but this is a ten year old game. Yeah, I guess that's fair. You really want to spend? I bought the game. Do no, I? I've had the game for ten. You're gonna. Re- or, like, you're really going to make me pay. I don't even know how much it is yet. We're going to look at the article. But I, you're going to really make me pay again to fucking get get it for PS5 now? I like how we don't usually read the whole article of these until we're here. So some of our reactions like, are fully genuine. Yeah, that's why that's why I do it like that. Like, when I send you topics, half the time I don't truly read the article. No, you just send the, just send you, the yeah, title. Yeah. The title. I, it, like, depend- I'll look a little bit just to see the legitimacy of it, or, like, if it's That's worth it. That's what I do, too. Like, I'll look to see if maybe it's just, like, a, a like, debated headline yeah. to make sure that we weren't, like, you know, it's not just a clickbaity headline, mm-hmm. and, like, there's really nothing there to talk <laughs> about. Like, oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, that, that's why, because there has been a few episodes where I've done that, where I'm like, oh, fuck, and then I talk about it, I'm like, this is a fucking clickbait headline. This isn't really how it is. I have had one of those. We have. That's, I think back when we were on the And that's why, either. like, depending on what it is, I'll read a little bit more into it. And that's mm. why I watch YouTube videos. The YouTube content creators, they filter through the clickbaity um, topics mm. and make content off of the ones that aren't clickbait. And then they make their own clickbait and they make title. Their, <laughs> they make their own clickbait title, but <laughs> the there's, irony. There's, there's a lot more, like substance in that article versus like a clickbait title with nothing in it that's worth talking about because it's like oh it's just an al- alleged like no one is confirmed with this 
So Vanguard Closed Alpha was live, and it did not get very well received. It's not that great. I watched Exclusive Ace's video on it, and he kind of he gave a breakdown of the stuff that he liked and the stuff that he didn't like and wants to see improved. And the stuff that he did like was a lot shorter of a list, <laughs> for sure. Color me shocked. I know. I know. I have I did if you listen to the last episode or any episode before that, any time I've ever talked about Vanguard, I remember this saying, you're not going to like this game. They're not going to do anything different. It's going to be a bunch of shit. You're going to get it. It's going to suck. They're and doing a we- lot of things kind of different. And I get it. This is just the closed alpha. There's a lot of texturing that needs to be put, like, fixed and stuff, and the graphical upgrades that are going to be done before launch. At the same time, at its core, I'm sure the game is going to be just cut, like just the same cookie cutter yeah. bullshit. That I think it they're trying is. to be Battlefield right now. I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. With a lot of the shit, all the shit that they've talked about is going to be in the game before even the gameplay has come out. I'm like, they're just trying to be Battlefield. They are trying to be Battlefield, and that's because the competition is back. Yeah, they're got. They're about to. They got to make a change. The the fact. I don't know how they're they're thinking that Battle Battlefield literally took an extra year off of releasing a game to be able to put out a quality game. And COD refuses to do that. Oh, I know. They will not take an extra year to put into and they have three fucking developers. They won't take an well four technically. But they won't take an extra year to make sure a game is quality ever, really. Because, no, no, I mean, Dice's, Dice had the, they had the two-year rotation. So that was one thing that kind of always had them behind COD was COD was every year versus Dice was two years. And then when Dice didn't come out with anything next year, and they had basically said, like, nothing's coming out this year, we're taking an extra year to put more development into this. It one. was needed. It was Absolutely. needed. Absolutely. But that's... That the fact that they they did that and went out to say that is going to put them. Look at Hardline. Ahead. Hardline is an example of why doing the every year model doesn't work for Battlefield. Yeah, that was fucking. Yeah, I don't like talking. Because about when they when they dropped Hardline, it was Battlefield Four, and then a year later they dropped Hardline, and then they took a long. They actually took a couple year break from Battlefield from after that one. Battlefield well, One. Natural two year break. Yeah. It was like an actual two year break, and then Battlefield One came out, and then which was amazing. It was good. Yeah, a lot of people don't like it, but I mean, I get it. It's not their. The their reason cup most of people tea. don't like it is because it, it is more casual than like Battlefield Four. Yeah. So our last topic, which is a fucking hilarious one in my opinion. What what is it with this dude? I don't I mean, know. He, so he Sol- tries to make his own system. Sol- he's tried this twice, by the way. The new console thing, yeah. his own, actually three times. He he and comes out and. He's charging like three hundred some dollars, and it's an emulator. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, that he slapped his graphics on, and now That's he's it. just like, I'm, so I own this company. He's you he, now. So this one wasn't an emulator that he was doing, but we'll talk about his emulators in a minute. Soldier Boy claims to own Atari, or claimed to have owned Atari, and then Atari shut that claim down. <laughs> and the funny and and basically where he got the idea was is that he thought he owned. $140 million in shares. Okay. So he said, I am the sole, I'm the highest shareholder of this company. I own, own the company. <laughs> and Atari was like, nah, dog, you don't. This guy owns the company. See, I, like, I hate the articles that will lead like that. 
because when you give it more, well, it's not wrong. He claims to own Atari. You know what I and mean? Then, but when you put it like that, I'll show you his rant video. To me, that that I see that as someone literally just going out and be like, "Yo, I fucking own Atari." I'll show you the rant video that he said in the response when Atari said, "No, you don't." But when you say like you you put a number to it, like I own this many shares. And if you legitimately think that that's the highest share holding, to come, do, well, it, just, it puts more context. Come to, to it. find out, he didn't own one hundred forty million dollars in shares. He did, owns something else. He and own we'll, and we'll talk. We'll talk about it. Did he actually own any shares? It wasn't exactly shares. Oh, okay. and I'll and I, we'll t- we'll talk about that in a minute. Okay? Interesting. So, stay, all right, stay tuned. Before we continue, I have to take a piss. How do we pause? We don't. Oh, I'm just going to sit here. You're going to sit here, and then once we get back at it, I'm going to actually just you know, cut that part out. What? All right, I'm going to piss. What's going on, guys? Brock here. I just wanted to give a shout-out real quick to Regiment. Regiment is one of the largest veteran gaming organizations out there right now. So if you're a veteran, you're in the right place. Go ahead and join Regiment, the largest Discord right now for veterans. And it's not even just about gaming. It's about community and brotherhood. Especially now, it's been a tough time for a lot of guys, and I'd love to see you guys join that up. They're partnered with G Fuel, Gamer Advantage Glasses, and more. They do charities with Shellback Tech, a company that makes PCs for disabled veterans to donate. Another charity they did was for the USO. We helped the USO raise about $50,000, giving back to those that gave to us. So go ahead, check them out, Regiment GG on Twitter, and go ahead and look it up on Discord. So I hope to see you guys there, and thanks again for watching. I'm back. I, I guess. Um, Alicia only made a half a pot of coffee. It's depressing. Well, she's, her logic behind it was, well, we wasting don't drink coffee. the whole pot. We're wasting coffee. And I'm like, babe. It's not like coffee. Well, first off, I make. She's like, "Why do you make a full pot?" I'm like, "Because it's for not caviar." You, well, for you and for for me, like I drink like two or three cups, and you drink whatever. She's like, "I only have one." I was like, "Okay, have one." Have you ever microwave coffee? Yeah, it's the same. Not when it's. I don't like. I don't like coffee that's been sitting for a day and then heating it up. Like I don't want to drink yesterday morning's coffee this morning. That's fucking nasty. That's yeah. That's not. I, I meant if it was cold and it was. Oh when, yeah, because like my uh, my coffee pot shuts itself off after a couple hours, maybe yeah. an hour. So it shuts itself off. So I have to heat up the coffee that's in there if I'm still drinking it a couple hours later. But like, reality, she only drinks like one cup. But even even if you waste quote unquote waste coffee. It's, it's not. The coffee's fucking cheap. Uh, yeah, it is cheap. But like, she, she, cheap. her logic behind the whole thing. Do you is start that, your morning with Folgers in your cup? No, no. She hates Folgers. <laughs> she actually made fun of me for having Folgers. Most fol- most coffee tastes the same to me, honestly. That's what I said. Like if it has she's a little like, bit of why a flavor would you, to it. She's like, why do you have okay. shitty coffee? I'm like, it's Folgers. And she's like, yeah, that's shitty coffee. Coffee is coffee. If it has like a like, if it's like vanilla. Something like that. Like that's I understand. There's a little bit no, of a different taste. No, she like not for her. It's not. It doesn't have a different taste. All it is is just normal coffee that she prefers. She can taste the difference apparently. But I'm like, hey, coffee's coffee to me. Whatever one you want to get, I'm cool with it. If but you I put creamer in mine, and so do I. I put and cream and sugar in mine, or I put like whatever. If I have like a different flavor, like Irish cream, 
If I have like yeah. a like a specific flavored creamer, it tastes like the creamer. <laughs> it's like I don't need like extra cool flavored coffee, only because I use creamer that flavors my coffee anyway. Does she drink it black? No. What the fuck? I don't understand. She doesn't even put sugar. She doesn't even put sugar, and she just puts like half and half. She frosts the half and half and puts it. In Most of the time, you don't need sugar. She drinks right? it like a uh, like an espresso, even though it's not an espresso. <laughs> I want to try the Black Rifle 300. I've had Black Rifle. It's pretty good. Have you had a 300? What is up with Black Rifle getting, like, canceled? Why are people, like, shitting on Black Rifle right now? You've got to listen to the Joe Rogan podcast with Edmund Schaefer. The guy that, one, like, the co-owner of Black Rifle. And he's, he talks about yeah, it? Yeah, he talks about it. Because it's fucking stupid. I knew, I knew it came from the whole, uh, started off with that Kyle Rittenhouse kid. It's stupid. Because he was wearing it. a black rifle shirt, and everyone's just like, "Oh, it makes sense." And and then they exactly they took away, they basically denounced him. It's the same thing that happened to Grunt Style. What happened with Grunt Style? We talked about it before, like we Grunt Style gets associated with, with the fucking Brovets. Yeah, yeah, but in reality, that's not them. No. It's just those dudes that wear those shirts. So that's it's in a short explanation that's very similar to that. I have my own opinions of Kyle Rittenhouse, and I don't want to I don't even it. know what the full situation... I don't remember the full situation, because he talked about it, but I don't remember the full situation. It was basically just the explanation of of what was going on. Like I can talk... Yeah, he had a shirt, but that doesn't mean we fucking... So, my opinion on Kyle Rittenhouse, he's just a dumb kid. My opinion on what happened in Kenosha is a whole other story. Because... I don't like talking about this on this podcast. So don't. I was just explaining the the most basic way. I know, but as soon as I start talking about the situation, I immediately want to start talking about it. Don't. And I'm not going to. I'm not going to. That's that's because that's how it was though. A lot of people are giving their opinions on it and they don't live here. By the way, if you don't know, I live in Kenosha where that whole thing happened. And that shit happened less than a mile from my house. Like the riots, the shootings all happened up the road for me. So my, and I know one of the guys that got killed. Moving on. I'm doing this for you. Yeah, we'll move on. <laughs> so let's talk about the, <laughs> all right, let's talk about um, the Activision <laughs> Blizzard accused of shredding evidence of abuse. All right, let's. Uh, Hackusations. Hackusations. So, um, we right. need a Jamie, man. I'm telling you, we I, need a Jamie. I don't know. I, I switched over scenes. I switched scenes pretty good. I'm, I got hockeys. I oh, know. I just think it would be cool to have a Jamie. Oh, it would be. Yeah, fucking. Like, I, he's I, never on camera. He just hears hear him on this, microphone. Shit like this is kind of why I wanted to have a desk right there. I want a desk right there for the guest, for a third guest, or for a person to take control of, like, um, just this. Just this. Oh. So I don't have to worry about it. But they can, they can do like research while we're doing something. They can pull something up randomly. I know. I know. Like, glorious. Anyway. So. Um, so is it, is it on the screen yep. for the, the people now? Yep. Yeah, everyone can see it. Hey. So as the lawsuit against Activision Blizzard keeps going, the state of California has now expanded the lawsuit to include treatment of temporary workers as well. So contractors. Activision Blizzard has 
been accused of hiring contract workers to get around paying out benefits alongside offering very long hours and low pay. Now, before we go on, I do remember this whole um, situation from about two years ago. Hey, write down the time that we're at, too, so you know the edit points. Oh, good like, point. Close good point. to the edit points. I actually thought about that, and yeah. I don't have, Oh, fucking Alicia, you're the best. I love the fact that you have a journal. So now I have pens. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what was this? What was the time point? Let's put let's put fifteen minutes, and it, like it'll be close to that time. Anyways, what were you saying? All right. Anyway, so back in uh, twenty nineteen, when Activision laid off like eight hundred people, they did this last year too. They did, or no, this did, year they did do it this year. But there was a bigger one that they did a couple years ago, and most of them were contractors. And here's oh. here's how. Here's how it works for contractors. I bet it's tied. I'm sure it is. I would not be surprised if it was. So how it works for the contractors is that you got these contractors or these temp workers that come in, and they are coming in for the prospects of getting hired on as a full-time Activision employee through development. Now, a lot of these guys do, like, quality control, Q&A. Oh, wait, that is, that is quality control. <laughs> um they quality do, assurance. Quality. These guys do a lot of Q and A stuff, testing, all this shit, and with that goes in ties with the development. And Activision uses them as an outsource so that they can keep like the big people, like the developers, on their payroll, mm. and then they can just lay off these contractors and then start anew, and just rinse and repeat. Like it's it's almost the same with construction. Like they and they don't have to pay them benefits. They don't have to give them benefits. All their, all their benefits comes through whoever their contract is through. Um, or not through. Um, who, let's say they're a union. Like their benefits Contra go well, through Well, there's usually com contract companies out there. Yeah, but there's not a lot of unions for the gaming world. Most of these contractors are just people <clears throat> that... it's not blue collar. They come through an agency. They're like a temp agency, and they're contracted through the yeah. temp agency. But, it, I mean, it's because it's not most, not... most unions are for blue collar types. Yes. So... Or federal stuff. There came out news that contractors were treated differently and segregated versus Activision employees. They weren't allowed to eat in the same room as them, like in the same break room. They weren't like, I guess they were, but they weren't allowed to eat. Like, let's say there was catering. They were not allowed to eat the catered food until after Activision employees were done with the catered food. So they got last dibs. They weren't even allowed to park in the Activision parking lot. They had to park wherever the fuck else and walk to the building, walk to the facility. Interesting. Um, they weren't. It, it was basically like sex, straight up segregation. Like contracted employees were not allowed to associate with Activision employees. You weren't allowed to like really intermingle with them in the workplace. You weren't allowed to do this, 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 and this. So and that's this is coming from the contractors. This was like, you know, and Activision obviously shut that whole, like, tried shutting that whole thing down. In some ways, that could be appropriate because if you're not a part of the overall company, some of that is due to, like, maybe company secrets or, like, gaming stuff. They don't want that In that aspect, I can understand. Yeah. Here's what... And to keep them separate to... to minimize that as much as possible when I, you look at it on the surface you're like this is bullshit but if you look i'm not saying this is the reason but if like if that were one of the reasons that they would do that it that, would make a lot more sense that would make sense the other shit doesn't so let's say like like i said before these contractors are coming in in hopes of becoming activision employees yeah why would you 
why would you keep them away from the Activision employees? Let's say they're trying to build a rapport. They're trying to showcase what they can and can't do. And, you know, they're trying to, like, or showcase what they can do, what they bring to the table, and potentially could be hired on as full-time. If you keep them separated, that's never, you're never going to, like, you're never going to be able to assess that. I know. So, it's like, a, it's, it's like the, the convoluted complicatedness of it. Yeah. So, let's let's continue on. So, they also accused him not co- cooperating with the investigation. Shocking. With the hiring of uh, Wilmer Hale, a union-busting law firm, and their aggressive NDA agree- uh, agreements as examples. Furthermore, it's alleged that Activision Blizzard has actively had employees and human resources destroy documents that could help be helpful in the investigation. That just goes to show more about human resources is not for the person. It's for it's the company. It's for the company. So this is coming from Megan Farrow Kamenesh. Amendments have been made in the Activision Blizzard lawsuit, which now includes references, contract workers, and claims HR shredded documents related to investigations and complaints. The DFEH also says Activision Blizzard has stimmied its efforts through NDAs requiring employees to speak with the company ahead of contracting the DFEH, contacting the DFEH. And involvement with Wilmerhale, a law firm stymied. game maker that said investigate will investigate misconduct issues. Stymied. Stymied. Whatever. What's the, the DFEH again? Um, the base as the whoever's fucking the association with California that's suing. I think it's the department. Free labor, something like that. I can't remember. The what suit is claims that it directly interferes with the DFEH's ability to investigate, prosecute, and remedy workplace discrimination and harassment violations on behalf of employees and Fair contingent and equal employment. Or, sorry, or yeah, or or temporary workers. Can you read? Can you see this? Uh, it alleges mostly. in part that documents related to investigations and complaints were shredded by HR in violation of what asserts the game company's legal obligation to retain them in pending investigations. In a statement made to Kotaku, spokesperson over at Activision Blizzard spoke out about the expansion of the lawsuit. In the statement, they talked about making certain changes to keep the workplace safe for every employee, such as high-level personnel changes, greater transparency, pay equality, expanded and improved training for HR staff, and more. I'm going to go ahead and say that's bullshit. They literally are saying, we are, we are making changes. Let's see what they say. Yeah, they're making certain changes to keep the workplace safe for every employee, such as high-level personnel changes, greater transparency on pay equality, expanded and improved training for HR staff, and more. That's You know why that's bullshit? Because J. Allen Brack was pretty much the only high-up guy that was gotten rid of. H- uh, HR. <laughs> that and that's a- what we had to say about that. That fucking HR chick that worked for the White House that posted about um, whistleblowing and shit. Yeah. She's still there. I thought she was gone. No, she's still there. Oh, no, her Twitter is gone. Her that's Twitter's right. gone. That's right. She's still there. Bobby Kotick, still there. He's never gone. Anymore. He's never going away unless someone kills him or he, he dies with a heart attack. Anyway, but he's, like... He's like almost untouchable. They haven't... They, they the, the changes that they've made in the workplace is they got rid... They used J. Allen Brack, even though, granted, he wasn't the best, but he has almost no influence for Activision. He's the president of Blizzard. Well, um, I mean, 
they're one and the same, though. They are one and the same, but Bobby Kotick has more influence than fucking Jalen Brack does. That's because he's ahead of over. Exactly. Uh, of everything. And there's more executives at Activision that have more fucking pull than Jalen Brack does. They just used him as, like, a way of saying, we're making changes. Yeah. High up. Hey, well, he stepped down on his own, didn't he? More or less. Relatively, but he wasn't <laughs> removed, is what I'm saying. Pretty, pretty much. I think he was. It was more of like they flushed him out. Pre preceding being removed, probably, but it was more of like they flushed him out. Kind of. It's oh, fucking Activision. Anyway, continuing. So they also made a small statement about the diversity within the company and their efforts to cel- celebrate diverse talent. We strive to be a company that recognizes, celebrates, and, and the diverse talents and perspectives that lead with the creation of great, globally appealing entertainment. We have provided the DFEH with clear evidence that we do not have gender pay promotion disparities. Our senior leadership is increasingly diverse, with a growing number of women in key leadership across the company. I hate reading professionally worded shit. So do I, because it's all PR. It's all double speak. It's not even just double speak. It's all fucking fabricated PR bullshit. And with them on the whole... uh, we have provided evidence that we do not have gender pay or promotion disparities. Female workers in certain departments have shown their statements versus their male colleagues. You and know, have shown is, physical evidence that they are not getting paid the same. This is one of the examples that I'm in full support of people talking about their salaries. Like when people are offended and they're like, you shouldn't talk about how much you make or whatever. I'm you like, should talk this about This is exactly the fucking type of reasons why how you should. Pay, yeah, because how many times have you been in a company where you get you do the same exact thing, but you get paid less than that person? Yeah, but it's rude to talk about how much you make. And this is one of the reasons what they they It's found rude out. to boast about what you make. Yes. This is one of the reasons that they found out back in the day that it was... It's become the norm to... Or at least it hadn't. It's less so now, but it had become the norm to be, quote-unquote, rude to talk about... How much you make? Ask someone how much they make. Talk about your salary, etc. Because it made it easier to pay people less, and you could keep it hidden a hundred percent if you were going to pay someone less based off of any type of discrimination for any topic of conversation, whether it be gender-based, sex-based, religion-based, age-based, all of that shit. It, you could hide it because nobody would talk about it. Right. It's just because it's a shameful thing to talk about. Or in reality, that's why I love whenever, since I'm still active duty, I can ask anybody how much the fuck they make. And if they don't tell me, I'm like, are you really like not going to, I can, you're going to make me look it up. Like you're that ashamed, quote unquote, or it's that uncomfortable for you when it's public record. Yeah. Like you're an idiot. You know, I just realized I'm looking at this overlay right now. I realized that I didn't actually, uh, I was going to add the Spotify link and I didn't. So it's an empty fucking stream label. (laughs) 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 Ah, man, I'm an idiot. Well, the Spotify, uh, the Spotify link. Well, I mean, I was going to like look for like a, uh, I was going to look for an icon that I could use and I don't see it and I couldn't find an icon that I could use. And I was going to put like the, just the, where like Spotify. And put our name, the Blacklisted Gaming Podcast, on there. And you just... I feel like it's pretty self-explanatory, though. It is, but, I mean, like, yeah, it is. Because it's going to be going on. Um, but, but, I mean, if it, this is going on YouTube. But when you search the name everywhere, 
It pops up? It pops up. Does it? Hell yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. If you search the legitimate full name, Blacklisted Gaming Podcast, it'll pop up. We're terrible examples right now because it's already in our search history, so of course it's going to pop up. Yeah, it but is. If, but I remember when I was first looking it up, when you type it in, it comes up. Like, I don't have to do any digging. I really want to fucking change this light, though. There we go. Because I look too goddamn pale. Where's my light change? It's wetting this horse shit. I basically... Your light is... Dude, trust me. You... <laughs> I'm just looking at you stare at the camera. <laughs> uh, your light change is pretty much, you know, where it needs to be. Like, mine is just... I just have mine set this way. You're look, so I just look, get to be a ghost on quick. camera? This wedding is horse shit. No, I, I, I wanted to have a little bit more soft lighting because the light I had was really harsh. Yours is still soft. Like, look at you. You look good. The only thing is, is like the ring light is reflecting on the the uh, Middle Earth map behind you. I but thought you were going to say my glasses. Look at it again. It's actually not that. No, there's not that. There's actually no reflection on your glasses. <laughs> that's not a tiktok clip i'm highly upset it's gonna be a tiktok clip like some of some of these moments right there those are the tiktok clips that's right mainly there. why i'm doing this so that <laughs> we can actually have like footage of the podcast oh yeah like i'm i'm telling you i think if the more stuff that we are able to clip even if you took multiple clips from this and just posted them at different times because that like i see the freddy podcast they do yeah. that it's where it's in the same podcast, but they'll take different sections of it and they'll just, you know, they'll have them for different times to post. And like, that's you know what also up. helps with the video, like making clips out of it. I can make video promos, that's like a, teasers, so that people will tune in. I mean, that, I see that as TikTok. Like, I can't wait to talk about your host story. Yeah, that's gonna be pretty glorious. That's gonna be like, I'm basically. It's just gonna be like, so she had multiple personalities and. <laughs> <laughs> claimed that you were the father of her child. And everyone's like, what does this have to do with gaming? Like, Could have literally been on like, it. Stay, what does this have to do with gaming? I'm like, well, stick around. There's gaming in there. <laughs> anyone, well, I mean, anyone that listens to us now knows. Oh, frequent listeners know all about this shit. The new ones. The I ones. feel like we mainly have military people at this point. I'm sure we do. That's, that's kind of why, like, once, once you go away, Nelson's going to take your spot. I mean, I'll still have it's you depressing. on once I figure out Discord. So depressing. Then we can have a trio. We can have a trio, but when it comes to video recording, like I guess we'll do like voice guests or whatever. So I can do, I can share my screen. So what I see, because the Bear and Tails how, podcast. Oh, screen sharing? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's how they do it. So they do it on YouTube as well. They just post to everything. They, rip, they do the same thing. They rip the sound. I can talk to Bad Bear and find out. Fuck it, because what's what he they do? Because tail they're not in the same geographical location, but when they stream it and record it, it's him and her. They're Bad Bear knows who I am, even better. So I can reach out to him and be like, "Hey, I can do it." I've been trying to figure out how to how you and Tails do your videoing for your video for your podcast. How cause, yeah. like because you guys aren't bought with each other because they're they're separated, and like you could I could share my video. Through like Discord and everything. This is how networking works. Take notes, you <laughs> stupid fucking bro vets. You want to talk about like my shit's not growing. Not I don't know why long, people, huh? Can we not make this one an no, hour? No, it's long? not. It's not going to be an hour <laughs> long. But this is the kind of shit I'm saying. Like I know Bad Bear. Bad Bear knows me. Does Bad Bear know you? If not, then guess what? Your shit's not like you got to make connections with people. Truth. 
so that you can reach out like, oh, I want to figure out how to improve my shit. Well, this person knows who I am. They'll help me. That's how I do with Miss Purple. She's partner now. Yeah, you see, you with Miss Purple, you know her, I don't. So, like, she, I'm sure she's heard of me through you. But other than that, like, like Bad Bear, I, I mean, granted, I haven't networked him a, with, a, with him a ton. Mm. I just have networked with people like Casey Cakes. Yep. Casey Cakes, what, he lives by her. Oh, she was cool. posting pictures with Bad Bear. Like, they went and spent the day and hung out and got coffee and shit. That's really it. Casey Cakes knows who I am. Truth. Even if Bad Bear doesn't know me as well as Casey Cakes does, Bad Bear, like, I can reach out to her and be like, hey, I need to talk to Bad Bear about um, how he does his videoing with Tails on his podcast so that I can, like, his, like my buddy is, he's his duty station's changing. And we still want to keep podcasting, but the problem is he's not going to be here. And for videoing, it's going to be an issue. Can can you, like, get me in touch with – can you help me get in, in touch with them? Because I think – I really think what they do is it, – it's I think it's through di Discord, honestly. Because you know how in Discord, Discord video? And those, they just record it? Kind of. They use it as a video capture source? Yeah. yeah. Because they have at those – when you have them, they're, they're side by side. And you can see the. We would have to do this in regiment because I'd no longer have nitro. All right, I don't have and that would be awesome too because we could have it locked, but people would still see it as like. And they live could watch podcast. it on regiment. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. I like where this is going. Anyway, back to the topic. Absolutely. So, this is, by the way, for those of you that don't know, this is a lot of how this episode, how these episodes go. If you haven't, yeah, we're, we're squirrel as fuck. Super squirrel as fuck, and <laughs> and me changing these camera angles is pretty fun. We, I'm not gonna we lie. We circle back around every time, though. We circle back around. We're just gonna circle back. I'm gonna piggyback off the commander. It's like a circle. It's like a circle. All right. So, <clears throat> in a statement, maybe Kotaku spokesperson. Oh, I already read all that. I thought we finished the article. And we finished the article. We did. <laughs> the article's done. Um. All right. So that's enough of that. So yeah, everything that they're doing is highly illegal. If they are, if they if are doing it, if that's what they're doing, I can. I sincerely hope that they can prove that Activision's been doing that. I know it's going to crush them. I, <clears throat> if you want to talk about something that's going to get Bobby Kotick removed from Activision, it's going to be that. If they can prove that, I guarantee you, Bobby Kotick will step down. Well, no, I don't. The bad part is it's not like the military. <clears throat> He can just pass. He can just not have any "quote unquote" knowledge of it, and it just never gets back to him. Does that make sense? There's no way he doesn't have knowledge of it. Yeah, I understand that. But if he's not the one doing it, doesn't matter at this point because you know how everybody will be once they find out that that's what's happening. I'm. It'll even if they have though. no proof that he knew. Everyone will automatically assume you did know, and he will get so much shit. He'll be almost his hand will almost he be forced to so much shit now and do for just being like, who I don't he is. Care. I got for, money. Okay, the difference is he's getting so much shit for being who he is and the kind of person he is, versus something illegally being done at the high ups in his company. And you mean to tell me you don't know about it? These kinds of things, everyone knows how corporate corporations work. 
as a way of damage control, look at Wolf of Wall Street. When like the, the fucking... Huh? Like the movie? It's based off of a real guy. That whole thing really happened. I don't pay attention. That whole thing is real. The wolf, the actual Wolf of Wall Street is on TikTok. He's, he's verified on TikTok. That's funny. You can look him up. Look up Wolf of Wall Street. You'll see the real guy. And he, talk, and the, and he literally talks about compares, comparisons from the movie versus what really happened. He's like, they just added that from the movie. But this is how this, 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 and this all really happened. Like the yacht. The story of his yacht, his world famous yacht. Remember when he was fucking throwing the money on the yacht? It's been a long time since I've seen the movie. So that yacht that he had was sunk, <clears throat> but it was a crazy yacht. It had a plane on it. It had a fucking helicopter on it. It had a it had a seaplane on it. No, it just had a seaplane that he had a crane that he could put into the water and then fly off in the water with it. <laughs> and he had this insane yacht, even insane for its times because it was like the nineties, but oh, okay, or eighties or nineties, and he talks about this shit all the time even though he owes the government he still owes like 400 million dollars <laughs> in unpaid taxes but like shocker he but he makes a lot the thing is even though he owes he, or not he doesn't owe his net worth is minus 400 million the smartest richest people are always the ones that avoid taxes somehow. well he pays taxes now and now, he actually and I mean. he actually now like does seminars for like Helping businessmen become successful businessmen legally. I don't even think the IRS knows how the IRS works. No, they don't. <laughs> they fucking don't. I, don't. I don't think so at all. All right, let's talk about Blizzard changing the uh, McCree's name in Overwatch. So I'm in the lawsuit. Blizzard announced today. On, <sighs> Blizzard announced today on Twitter that it will be renaming Jesse McCree and delaying the start of Overwatch's next story arc. What? That change comes after the real life developer, whom the cowboy character was named after was let go from the company amid ongoing fallout from the California lawsuit accusing the company of widespread sexual harassment and discrimination. I think that was uh, today uh, too, wasn't it? No, this was yesterday. Okay. Let's see. Actually, Thursday. Okay. We built the Overwatch universe around the idea that inclusivity, equ equity, uh, is that supposed to be equality? No, inclusivity, equity, and hope of the, I don't understand why equity is in this. What's the full thing? We built the Overwatch universe around the idea that inclusivity, equity, and hope are the building blocks of a better future. Well, it can't be equality. How is it equity? I'm not that smart. I think that was supposed to say equality. Because equity is like, do you have equity in, in, in yeah, your that's property? What that's what I'm trying to think, too. I'm like, it's not... Yeah. Not what I traditionally know as equity, but... Anyway. You know, IR enlisted, so... The development team wrote in a statement, as we continue to discuss how we best, li <clears throat> best live up to our values or demonstrate our commitment to creating a game world that reflects them, we believe it's necessary to change the name of the hero currently known as McCree to something that better represents the Overwatch, what Overwatch stands for. I think this is stupid. This is just virtue signaling. This literally does nothing. No, it doesn't. It changes nothing. That's why I'm saying this is stupid. This is just the virtue, virtue signaling. The virtue and it, has been signaled. It's appealing to the cancel culture people that are like, I'm, I'm offended. Change the name. Shut up. Anyway. So Blizzard had previously planned to launch the new narrative and arc in Overwatch in September, but because McCree played a key role in it, the content has been delayed until later in the year. New, F, new FFA map will 
be added in the game in the meantime. Yeah, but nobody cares though. Like, hang on. It says going forward, in-game characters will no longer be named after real employees, as we will be more thoughtful of discerning about adult adding real-world references in the in the future Overwatch content. The team wrote. McCree was originally named after longtime Blizzard designer Jesse McCree, but Blizzard <laughs> Blizzard face growing calls to rename the character after Kotaku report surfaced old Facebook images showing McCree posting with Blizzard staff in front of the giant portrait of Bill Cosby at BlizzCon. Named the Cosby Suite. The images also add, included a text chat text chat in which World of Warcraft designer Alex Asferasabi wrote about marrying women were being brought back to marrying women that were being brought back to the room. Yeah, but uh, it sounds like his culture, that was, that's a normal thing. The fuck do you mean by that? And, like, it sound, he sounds of Middle Eastern descent. And that's kind of part of that culture. Are you racially profiling somebody? <sighs> yes. Canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so um, you misspelled fuck, McCree wrote back. Ask for Abby is one developer. Na- <laughs> he said you misspelled fuck. Oh, yeah, because he said like. <laughs> he wants to marry all these women. No, you misspelled fucking these women. McCree wrote back. Ask for Abby. Ask for Abby. Words are hard. Is one developer named in the California lawsuit that accused him of serially sex- sexually harassing female co workers? Serially? What that pussy smell like? I guarantee that's what he said. Grabber Asfra- by the pussy? Was this before Grabber Af- by the pussy? Afri- yeah, yeah. This is 2013. Afri- 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 the, yeah, was, the fucking yeah. Cosby suite? No, 2016. That was, 20, was that 2016? It was 2016. No, suite? 2013. Oh, fuck. I don't remember. Uh, years, dates. So Afri Sayabi was terminated from Blizzard last year for misconduct. But it wasn't until the lawsuit made allegations against him public and a fan backlash ensued. I just realized. Remember how last episode we were talking about like guilty and innocent, guilty until proven innocent. Mm-hmm. He was actually fired before this lawsuit because of misconduct. <clears throat> remember how I said that? Like, well, we can't really say that because we don't know all the evidence. He had been terminated before this lawsuit happened, so obviously there was evidence because they fired him. That doesn't mean anything. They were, they fired him before the lawsuit. Yeah, but the, what for I'm misconduct. Saying, no, I understand, but it, just because it was before the lawsuit doesn't necessarily mean that it was before evidence. But, was but no, but this this shows that they weren't in damage control for this. So the more they weren't. They weren't. Was, they weren't firing him because they were just you know trying to save face. They were. They actually fired him a year ago because he. They actually internally found evidence that he was doing shit. That's fine. So yeah. That makes more sense. <clears throat> All right. Um, but it wasn't until lawsuit man against yeah, fa- public fan backlash and sued the company began removing references uh, to him found in World of Warcraft. The changes made to rebuild trust in the game's community in the wake of the lawsuit. Fucking bl- Blizzard that beard, lost- though. Oh, yeah. Jesse McCree, he's got a fucking epic beard. Fucking ZZ Top over here. And look at that mustache, dude. You can get a whole beard ride. Maybe that's what he was doing to the girls. You want to ride this beard? He looks like he looks like a dirty old biker. Not, <laughs> he really does. I had a complete different image in my mind when I was thinking yep, about this guy. I, that's, that's not, not how, how I envisioned him. I, I envisioned a much younger guy. 
I didn't envision a massive beard like this. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't envision ZZ Top at that's, all. That's impressive, though. I'm not gonna lie. That's. I'm actually jealous of that dude's beard. I'm impressed. I'd suck his dick just to get the beard. Anyway, his dick through the beard. <laughs> so, but that's what he was trying to get. The McCree was most most recently designer of Diablo Four, but two weeks ago, Activision Blizzard confirmed that he was no longer employed at the company. Along with game director Louis Bariga and the World of Warcraft designer Jonathan Lecraft, Lecraft was also pictured in the Cosby Suite. Bariga was not named in any of the current allegations against the company. Wait, why did he get fired? See, now we're going. So back. he didn't. He didn't get named in the lawsuit, but he got fired. Sketchy. I wonder if this is this them finding a person to get rid of. Could have. Or the maybe. I mean, I don't know. That's weird. We have been deep talent. We have a deep talent roster of developers already in place. New leaders have been assigned where appropriate. Ooh, maybe he also had things. Or new things against the company that would be bad for them. Wait, what? So, like, he knew things that would... Oh, he had information? Yeah, like, that would be against the company's best interest. Can you imagine if he actually knew things and they fired him because he knew things? Even though he wasn't actually, like, involved? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And they got rid of him because he had... he He knew shit. And they were just like, we can't have him around. And then they fire him with everyone else. Then they spin it to where that makes sense. He now. was a part of this. Yes, that makes sense. As a way, like, oh, dude, conspiracy time, <laughs> conspiracy time. So you mean yes. so that that actually that's a fucking good point, Doc. He got fired because he knew too much. I, and I then made a as point. as a way to discredit him, we got tagged along with all the guys that were accused and, and fired mm-hmm. for sexual harassment and sexual assault. The guilty by association thing. Yes. So now anything he says, like anybody that doesn't read into it, oh, he got fired with these other guys that got, you know, are being accused. Mm-hmm. Even though he's not being accused, he knows shit, but because he got fired with the guys that were accused, he must be involved because they're not reading into the actually like and they're, uh, they're his also seeing this, like they're changing the name. And- no, Jesse McCree um, was involved, but I'm talking about Bariga. Says Bariga has not oh, been okay, named. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. So look, look at this. I'm mixing shit up. Let's see. The game director, Louis Bariga, World of Warcraft designer, Jonathan, he said, along with, let's see. McCree was fired, and he was no longer employed at the company, along with a game director. Game director. So most was, of them. He was the game director. He was fired. Um, and World of Warcraft designer John LaCraft. LaCraft was pictured in the Cosby Suite. Borrego has not been named in any of the current allegations against the company. But they both, because of their, both of their knowledge together, though. And then his reference, his references in games, Borrego's, have been, are being removed from the games. So, I, f- what if you're right? What if Borrego actually knows shit and is getting, um, and they got rid of him, and they're getting, re- and they're it's they're making him guilty by association, even though he's not being named in anything, because he could provide evidence. Well, that would that would be kind of weird. Might as well just kill the guy because if he's still got the fucking evidence, he can still present it in the lawsuit. Uh, well, well let's keep an eye on him. If we see any suicides, he might, get, he might fucking, in, the, in the future. He might get fucking Clinton, Epstein, Epstein. That's the one. <laughs> Epstein. Epstein didn't kill himself. J- Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. 
I actually put that in one of my episode descriptions <laughs> at the very end. <clears throat> so these are updates. We'll be revealing all the real world references currently used in our games, making decisions based on how they best represent core values in our game spokesman, blah, 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 blah. Who gives a fuck anymore? <laughs> Update, quote unquote. Yeah. We're going to requote half the article that's, in the paragraph. Dude, that's going to be insane if that's true, by the way. Did you see this clip? Yeah, I did. Dr. Disrespect's clip. You should follow Esports Talk on YouTube. That's where I get a lot of the stuff from YouTube about these things. Like a lot of some of it, it wouldn't pertain for stuff to put on here because uh, it does. They do cover like esports gaming as far as like the teams and competitions and stuff like that, which yeah. we don't really go into very often. Um, but a lot of the stuff that they do cover is stuff like this. They cover the games, new games coming out, drama regarding those things, the cheats. Hacks coming. Like, it's just really good news. And they're like four or five minute videos. They're super good. Super good. I'll definitely give that a look. So let's talk about the doc. Not, and I'm not talking about the one in front of me. <clears throat> Sorry, bitch. Um, Dr. Disrespect says he's suing the fuck out of Twitch. I, that purple platform. That's the purple platform. He calls it the purple snake. That's a new one. He, he's, I think that's more recent than he started calling yeah, it. He started, he started calling it the purple snake. Mm, slithery snake. Uh, slither, I'm a slithery snake. Slithery. I'm a snake. I'm a slithery snake. snake. Anyway, so <laughs> the streamer claims he knows why he up. was banned last year and will sue for damages. Apparently, he's so he's uh, making a lot less on Twitter. A significant on amount less. He said he's making a quarter of what he was on Twitch. Yes. Yeah. Which is not shocking because he's streaming on YouTube. Yeah. Until YouTube, I'm surprised they haven't done it yet, to be honest. But they're because before they merged it, their streaming platform was actually really good because it was separate. But the the discoverability of streaming now is horrendous <laughs> for YouTube. It's really good overall, like how to do it and do like quality wise, it's phenomenal. I love it, and the fact that you can, it's already on your YouTube. You can edit it from there. And et cetera. Logistically, it's convenient. Yeah. But the discoverability of it needs to be separate. They need to separate it, and you can't find it. You like you have to go into gaming, and then you have to go to like live streams. There's a lot. See, this is this goes with uh, <clears throat> the advice I gave, um, especially Alicia. I told her to get rid of her link tree. She's trying to affiliate, even though she's not really as into the streaming thing as I am. Mm -hmm. She's just kind of doing it just to do it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I also think that because she's not growing as fast as she would like to, um, it's kind of discouraged her. But the thing is, she's not networking. You know what you guys could do now that we have this set up? What? You've already got the premise for his and hers. I know. But I don't have the hardware to handle like they do. That's fair. That's the only thing that's the hang-up with that. I don't have... They have legitimately, like, three PCs. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're streaming <clears throat> and you're playing a game with her, so boom. They have three there PCs, one dedicated for streaming, two of both of them dedicated for each of their games. Whereas I have just a laptop, which yeah. is dedicated to my streaming, and I'm using a laptop. If I add her stream, yeah, her, if no I add her sources... 
for her streaming to this laptop, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I'm going to be using like 90% CPU just oh, in the game capture. Not, I think it would crash, actually. It would crash. It wouldn't work. That's why. That's what prompted me to get a PC was I had acquired so much equipment <laughs> that my PC couldn't handle, or my laptop couldn't handle it, and it, it crashed. I've acquired enough equipment to handle what I can do, and um, that's that's the one thing that goes against me with this next top streamer shit is my equipment, my hardware um, limits. I see a lot of these guys that, you know, their streams have a lot of sources in them, mm-hmm. and mine can't have a lot of sources in them. And I basically try to make it a point like I am literally working with what I have and I'm making the best out of it that I possibly can. And I will say for a guy, and this is me just having a high opinion of myself. Such a bro vet, bro. I will honestly say that my stream quality for having a laptop and like even with this, the recording shit, like I am using a laptop for everything. Mm. I have no PC. I've had to cut back on certain sources in my streams to make it, you know, look good, look unique to me, but also very minimal so that I'm not using too much CPU. And I can say that I've noticed that my stream quality is better than a lot of people, even though I'm limited on my hardware. So I've, I've optimized, I've optimized my setup in the best way I possibly can with the tech that I have. Yeah. And that's honestly all you can really do. It's just, it's not about, like, that's what I was trying to get with my next top streamer shit. It's, it's not about, like, it's more than just your content. How resourceful can you be with your with your, with your your hardware? Hmm. Like, how can you refine your shit? One mistake that most people do is camera. Camera quality. So, this Logitech that I had, I had this camera, like, in the green screen days. Because it had a chroma key, it was a webcam, and I'm like, man, the quality isn't what I thought. I thought it was just the camera. No. It's the camera settings. And I didn't know this. Mm. And I didn't. I had to actually look into this. Like a lot of people don't go into their camera settings and fix it. The only thing I really fucked with was the focus. I didn't fuck with everything else, like the white balancing and the saturation and the yep. and the fucking um, white light compensation. The white light compensation actually like makes your frame rate suck and your quality suck. So I turned my white light compensation off. And make uh, gain adjustments and everything like that, which is shit that I never did. And ever since then, people are like, wow, you're, what? did you get a new camera? I'm like, no, I didn't. I just optimized the settings in the camera that I have. Because apparently my camera is more capable of doing more than I thought. Yep. Just like that camera. Alicia hated that camera. And then I showed her today. I said, look what your camera can actually do. And she's like, how do you get that set in mind? I'm like, one, you need lighting. You show me things, I'll show you things. Yeah, like, one, she helps me with, like, computer shit. I help her with, like, uh, hardware shit. Which is funny, because you're going to go to school for IT. I know. um, These, see, I can learn pretty quick. Like, I remember when I first tried using OBS back, and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. And just after tons of research, I figured it all out. And now look. look It's all YouTube videos, man taking the time to do the YouTube It's taking the time to actually learn, which, you know, and then, but as you learn, you're like, and then even with editing, like the DaVinci Resolve and stuff, like you start learning things. And like, once you start learning things and you keep applying them, if you keep applying them without going back to the fucking videos to remember, like that's, that's key. So we like, circled, we circled way around on this one. We hell were, yeah, we, we did. Were, we were right. on the side street. All right, let's go back to Doc. 
But the YouTube thing is because he's he's making less money. Yes, he's making... it's convenient. And he's still got the YouTube videos. He's still making money off of those just as normal as he would before. Of course. But it, other streamers have talked about how much less... It's like if they didn't have a contract with YouTube and they're making a shit ton of money off of that, like Valkyrie and Courage, they'd probably go back to Twitch. Like They've, they've literally said that they would probably go back to Twitch. Yeah. So, um, like hearing this, that a celebrity you don't care about has died, it's impossible not to want to know why... Game streamer Dr. Disrespect was banned from Twitch. Sure, you might wish he could just go away, yet still... Wait. Who what? wrote this fucking article? Kotaku? Is this going to be like a fucking slam piece on Doc? It might be. It sounds like it. This is not the article that I saw. No. I mean, I'm I'm going out of this article. I'm going to go find a different one. Cause it's, I hate it's, opinionated articles. Give me it's, the facts. It's already... It's literally... Give me facts. Don't give me your opinion. Let's go to PC Gamer. Facts. I As soon as I read, like, as someone, even though I'm sure you wish you could go away, I'm like, who the fuck? Yeah. Like, why are you throwing your opinion in this? Yeah, no, nobody cares. That's And you know what? And it didn't even lead off with this isn't an opinionated article or a, opinion article or something like that. Like, most of them, if it's opinionated or the viewpoint of the person that's writing it, yeah. it starts off with that. They're fucking, um, they're unsolicited opinions. Like, they just immediately start off with an unsolicited opinion. It's just like, wait, that's not what I wanted. Like, stop it. Stop it's, it. It just, as soon as I started seeing there was a slam piece on him, I was like, I don't want to fucking read that. It's not the article. It's not that's what not, that's not why, I, I'm not here to fucking showcase a slam piece. I don't care. I want to know the facts. Why do you think I say we're unbiased, even though we're biased about certain things? Because <laughs> mostly because we we're biased based off of facts. Well, I, we're allowed to be biased on our opinions from the article, or like what's happening, because that's natural. <clears throat> but I don't want to read a biased article. No, I don't either. Yeah, you, know, you know what I mean. All right, let's go to PC Gamer. I'm sure they're a lot better. No, we will not subscribe to you. A lot of people. So, Doctor Respect is suing the fuck out of Twitch. A lot of people ask, "Do you know the reason?" I do, I do, I do know the reason why now. So, a hugely popular streamer, Doctor Respect, was banned by Twitch for unknown reasons in June 2020. The silence has been de- has been deafening. The ban came through, came roughly a year after the streamer, after the streamer, real name Herschel Beam. Herschel. I thought his name was Guy. I uh, thought so too. Oh, I think Guy is his Herschel nickname. Beam the fourth. I think it's Herschel. <laughs> I think it's Herschel Guy Beam, like in quotations. So this is after Guy Beam had signed a two-year exclusivity contract with the con- with the streaming platform and had been riding high with over four million subs. Doctor Disrespect uh, subsequently re- moved to YouTube, where he his channel sits on a not unimpressive three point six three point four six million subs. And has posted a video talking about the situation with Twitch, in which he not only claims he's suing the company, but that he knows the reason he was banned. But subs on on YouTube aren't the same. Sub, no, they're not because it's a different terminology. It's just so people know that, like subs on Twitch versus subs on YouTube. Basically, subs on on YouTube is a follow yeah. on Twitch. So he says, "I make probably a fourth, a quarter of what I was making on Twitch." Begins Doctor Disrespect. A year later from being banned from the platform, well, a lot of people th- think, hey, Doc, you did good. You're incredible. Listen, we certainly tried to maximize the most of what we have to work with, but the Twitch ban 
how it's really affected us, not just from a financial standpoint, but from a networking standpoint in terms of relationships we've built over the past five years. In terms of Activision and EA, everyone, all in the big sponsors, partnerships, they, all, they have to question, why did you get banned? The reason or reasons for the streamer's ban remain opaque. <clears throat> Yet at the time... The speculation is related to his final stream referencing conspiracy theorist David Ick, the guy who thinks the British royal family are lizards. <laughs> <laughs> but there was much more scandalous speculation, too, which is probably why the band's fallout had done such commercial damage. A lot of people ask, do you know, do you know the reason? I do. I know the reason why now. Since Dr. Speck is saying, I've known for months now. The reason I've known for months now the reason why. I'll just say this right now, champs. There's a reason why we're suing the fuck out of them. I don't know how else to put it. The amount of damages, and you just don't know. Dr. Speck then speaks to someone off camera and says, it was the first thing you see in the type of game when you type the name on Google. You see a Lamborghini. I get it. But you also see a doctor banned from Twitch. No reason why you think big-time company like Nike is going to want to work with, work with that question mark. Or Disney. or It fucking sucks. That's a good point. <clears throat> it fucking sucks. I don't know how else to put it, man. It's affected us in so many different ways. So basically... So essentially what he's saying is that it's affected the, his, um, his potential sponsorships because the first thing they look up when they look at him, they see yep. he got banned. And then and the they, automatic they question is, why. well, because Twitch won't say why. I know. And he can't say why now. No, he can't yet. Not until the lawsuit. So as a result, sponsors don't want to work with him because they're like, why would you get banned? It's a, yeah, it's a brand uh, liability. <clears throat> and the other thing they're not th these brands aren't thinking about is that Twitch bans people for the dumbest shit all the fucking time? But they're also they're also influenced by other top brands. Yes, because like, they. I mean, you you know people even if you're so if you're especially if you're not in direct competition with them, like you have the same product. Big rich people know other big fucking rich people. Yep, and they they're do. like, yeah, don't sign that guy. Don't no. sign that guy. Cool, bet not signing him. Not not signing him. It's a cult. It's a, corporations are cults. And that is not a fucking lie. What's that? What's that California meeting of like all the big rich white people? It's like super secret. I can't remember what it's called. The Grove. That's what it is. The Grove. I'm pretty sure it's called the Grove. What do you mean? Do Google search super rich white uh, super super secret rich people meeting. I'm sure it'll come up with. I'm I'm pretty sure it's called the Grove. I right, I'm looking it up right now. Rich white people meeting. Secret. Secret white. Secret white people meeting. Type Brock. This is. <laughs> world's most powerful flock to annual secret meeting. Yeah. Bilderberg. World's uh, most powerful flock to annual secret meeting. What? Bilderberg. World's most powerful people lock themselves behind closed doors for three days of high-profile discussions known as the world's most secretive meeting the Bilderberg meetings held annually since 1954 will take place <coughs> why did I have maybe that's just the location it might have been I don't know I don't know why I'm associating this with the same thing anyways yeah. I was just curious but it's, it's it's really crazy though well yeah like so he can't get big sponsorships because of shit like this so that's that's money in itself lost. a lot of money like I think most big. He's basically re now. he's relying on fucking donations. Oh yeah, and subscriptions, like paid subscriptions. I can't remember what they're called. Uh, <sighs> I what? can't remember what what YouTube 
calls there. It's like premium subscription or something? I don't know. Something like that, but I can't remember what it is. Uh, Oh, wait. No, I know what it is. It's not a sub. I I did this with a couple of pages. Layman Gaming was one of them. One of the channels I get my news from. I actually tried reaching out to them to get them on the podcast, but they're in Australia. And... I, I reached, they said, yeah, send us an email. This is our email and stuff. And I emailed them and they never got back to me. And I was like, okay, cool. But then they claimed that they never got the email. So I don't know. So let's get back to this topic. <clears throat> get off your fucking phone. It's a subscription. Membership. Membership. That's the one. So God bless the internet because we live in an age where lawyer post reaction video, lawyers post reaction videos, Michigan business lawyer, Richard. Hogue said in the following disrespect situation for some time and posted the above breakdown of how he sees from the legal Eagles perspective. Most interesting about the above. And of course I can't speak for Mr. Hogue's bona fides is how he instantly focuses on how Dr. Disrespect is trying to establish damages to his audience. He softens this by talking about how they maximize what they have to work with and thinks that, and thanks his champs for their support, but the overall message is clearly something like Twitch did massive damage to my career and earning ability by signing me and then banning me for not saying and not saying a word. And I mean, a lot of these bigger streamers, most of their money is truly made through like sponsorships and advertising. Yeah, there's more to dig into, including the implication that the things have gone further than anyone knew. When Doctor Disrespect talks about the blacklisting, hey, hey, and shout shadow out. Ban- and shadow banning. <laughs> He's preparing the ground to argue that Twitch is used as a commercial bellwether. The companies he, he mentions, like Nike, which look at Twitch's decision and follow suit. Thus, Twitch has ruined his business livelihood by not only banning him, but allowing him speculation to run rampant as to why. One cautionary note, Dr. Disrespect says that he's suing Twitch, but this may never go to court. Interested, interested fan. Yeah, I'm, uh, there's more here. Interested fans may hope that it does because when then everything has to be revealed. The final word goes to Doctor Disrespect himself. It's been a roller coaster of emotion and absolutely fucking sucks. Well, it it doesn't necessarily have to be revealed immediately. It, sometimes it can be after the yeah, it trial. Can be. Once, well, it could be like I mean, I think what they mean by it necessarily won't go to court is that because Twitch might actually just settle. And if they settle, they could put a gag order on him, to where he can never talk about it. They could. This is this is worst case scenario. What Twitch can do, they could settle the suit, pay him, but on top of paying him, enact a gag order to where he can never talk about why he got banned. Otherwise, he will risk losing his winnings from yeah. the suit. I can see. So I can see it a couple of ways. I can see. I honestly think Twitch will do that. So I could see them doing that, especially because they're owned by Amazon. I could see them doing that to get him to not say anything. It, one, if it's up to the amount that he's asking, demanding for. But also, part of it is if his overall <laughs> motivation is more than the money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. So if it's if it's more than the money... He and might he, just say fuck it and do yeah, it anyway. Yeah, and take it to court regardless. Because some people do do that. Where the amount that they would have gotten if they had settled was more than what they were even truly asking for. I mean, you got to also think, Doc is also starting his own game development studio. Yeah. So what he end up could doing... And this, he might be playing the long... The long game 
for him is probably the lawsuit itself versus being silent. I wonder if his long game with this is the fact that he's gonna lo- he's gonna sue them, and if they do settle and put that gag order on him, then or he's he's gonna basically present sh- it or present it. What he's gonna do is he's basically going to show Twitch has something to hide. Fuck him. I don't care about the money. Here's what they're doing. This is his way of sticking it to Twitch. I can see him doing that. Absolutely. Yeah. Have you ever seen him without his wig? Yeah, he's gray-haired and old. <laughs> he looks really strange. He actually looks... His gray hair looks very distinguishable, though. Yeah, it, it is. It's, he's, got, he's got this fucking salt-and-pepper look. Yeah. But um, he... Uh, it's, it's, I honestly think that that might be the direction that this goes. If he, if he, if he wins and they don't put a gag order, then he'll say something anyway. Because, hey, I got money from it, and I'm not, I'm not restricted I'm not on talking about anything. it. But if I, and honestly, I think winner like regardless of how this lawsuit goes, I think he's gonna after the lawsuit tell everybody what what happened. Probably. I think he's gonna use this like he's gonna use this as a way of fucking ruining Twitch's reputation, even though they've done it themselves in a lot of ways. Yeah. The only bad part though is Twitch is owned by Amazon, and those resources are fucking endless. Yeah, they are. They really are. Because if I mean, granted, they're they're basically operated separately. But if Amazon themselves were ever to to come in and let them utilize overall Amazon's resources, they that's when it gets worrisome. Yeah, they just have endless amounts of money to fucking filter into that. Honestly, if it weren't for the fact that I fucked myself when it came to networking. In a way that most of my following, most of my community, is on Twitch. Yeah, I feel you. And I can't leave now. <clears throat> so, if I were to leave Twitch now, I would basically be starting completely over. Well, most people on Twitch, they, you never put all of your eggs in one basket. Regardless of if they... Like, they, if they were to start streaming on another platform, it would be super difficult. But the reasoning, like, the reason that he was able to do it on YouTube and still be at the level he's even at now is because of he had his YouTube. He had the YouTube videos. They have Instagram. They have now they have TikToks. Yeah. Like, you're utilizing mm-hmm. the other platforms to feed people to your Twitch. That's None, the only you know way it works because nobody ha- fucking just comes to Twitch and discovers you. Is there a length limit to how long of a video I can put on YouTube? No. People have 10-hour-plus videos on, on YouTube, and it's nothing but a repetitive thing. Yeah, that's true. 10-hour loops. And it's horrendous. So, yeah, I mean, I've seen, I've seen guys on Regiment talk about how they want to switch to YouTube. They, I've even seen guys in the general chat talking about it's they, because it's easier they want the discoverability they're talking about like well yeah the discoverability is there um because if youtube will reward you if you're if, you, if you're streaming and you're also posting videos separate from the stream itself so like you're taking the stream and you're creating a video for it and then uploading that that's a separate video so that's so it rewards consistency. Yes, and it rewards. It's the same as TikTok. The more you keep people on the platform, you know what I don't like about TikTok. Uh, it, yeah, it rewards consistency, but the thing is, staying consistent on TikTok. It's the same for YouTube. YouTube is. YouTube is the I feel like YouTube way. would be easier. The reason that TikTok I think is so successful is because they're copying a lot of what YouTube does. 
It's just a lot shorter, shorter format. Yeah. yeah, shorter format, and you just scroll through. But the, that's one of the reasons because YouTube is literally like damn near perfected the algorithm. Uh, they're they're getting criticism now for it because they they dip their hand into it and and play with it a little bit. But the over the basis overall algorithm for it is rewarding because it it's the consistency and then when you know how to utilize it like the the specific search words how to label the titles the thumbnail all of that stuff to go into i have a youtube book that i read and it's how to wait you have an actual youtube book yeah how to be successful on youtube really yep it's on kindle i'll show you after stream it's on kindle i'll show you i'll show it to you um but it's it's all about how to make the algorithm work the best for you and consistency is basically one of the biggest things like that's why you see all these youtubers like tim the tap man i watch this shit consistently they all post every day they they post something every day and the more that they post the more that their stuff gets searched the more people are watching their other videos so they're staying people are staying on youtube they're watching other videos and if they don't have premium they're getting more ads so that's more money for YouTube, mm-hmm. also for the content creator. But more money for YouTube, more views, more time spent on YouTube. So they're going to get rewarded more. And then when you know how to utilize the overall, like the search engine portion of it, the clickability of the people, like the psychology behind what gets clicked the most, what people will stick through the longest for, all of that takes into play. Okay. So TikTok is basically just taking a a tried and true formula and and using it for how their platform works all right so that's it for this article um i don't really think there's much else to add to that yeah that's, that's, that's all I got. Ooh, look oh look battlefield it looks like blackout for a second that's the wingsuit yeah. oh yeah they, 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 use, wing they use wingsuits and bat and blackout didn't they I thought it was way better than how you fucking get around in Warzone. Oh yeah, because you Cause can you actually could, maneuver it. You could well, you could also get to the whole and damn near the whole other side of the map very quickly. Wings, you didn't, it's, a, it's a wingsuit. Yeah, but you didn't have to sit there and be like, "All right, I'll get there eventually." As you're going a meter at a time with your parachute, yeah, slowly going over and then getting shot on. God, there. I fucking hate Warzone now. Yeah. It's so I, I literally haven't played it in months. Neither have I. I, I, I my last Warzone. It's funny. My la- the last time I touched Warzone, I played one match of Plunder, and I was like, nope. I, I don't want to do this anymore. I think you went to the what was the scary game? Resident Evil. That's what it was. I switched to Resident Evil. I said, "Fuck this game." I don't. I don't even have it on my PlayStation. Neither do I. I uh, I got I completely got rid of it. Damn, I'd never just, I just never downloaded eyelashes it. out of my eye. It's still on my PS4 because I have a hard drive. So there's no point in me deleting it. But I didn't even want to look at it. I deleted it completely from my hard drive. Like my external hard drive. Well, like I said, it's not on my PS5. It's on my PS4. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had all the PS4 files transferred over to my I, hard no, drive. I, don't have I, I pick and choose what I want. I only did that because I wasn't using the PS4 anymore and I sold it to my brother. Oh, that's fine. So I have it connected <laughs> to my TV. It's like if I'm playing zombies chilling, I'm just playing on my TV. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, let's go to Battlefield. The game that really matters. So Battlefield 2042 cheats are already being sold two months before launch. I still call bullshit. I don't think it's real. Would-be cheaters are already selling exploits for the near-future shooter. 
2042 might not be out until October, but chancers in the in the cheating community have already begun selling exploits for the upcoming multiplayer shooter. Spotted by Charlie Intel, a website has begun advertising undetectable cheats, including aimbots, radar, and wall hacks, boasting that it's reported 1.2 million registered users have never been banned from a Battlefield game. Uh, That's a bold and unlikely found, unfounded, and likely unfounded claim. Is the claim that it's Battlefield 2042 hacks has already been confirmed as undetectable, considering the game has so far only been played by a severely limited audience during this month's technical tests. Is that book? Oh, cool. Okay. Battlefield 2042 hack features. The features below are just what our team is starting off with. We plan to continue adding more features to 2042 weekly as we get more users. Is it engine owning? Um, or Sky Cheats? Because those are the two major companies yeah. right now. I don't know. Let me see. I, I don't see what the website is. So, all right. Let's keep continuing. If you think Battlefield 2042 looks awesome, make sure you check out the updated bust hack we have online now. Aimbot, lock on, press aimbot, key, blah, blah, blah. ESP, name ESP, displays the name of each player. Harass people. What? I don't know. Distance ESP, this shows how far away players are located from you. Item ESP displays the names, the items, item names close to you. BB ESP draws a box around every player for easy location. <clears throat> Cheat ra radar. <clears throat> Enemies show on the radar in red. Movable. Move the radar anywhere on the screen. Sizable. It's just the size of the radar. There's even menu hacks. Yeah. That said, the unsurprising, it's unsurprising that cheaters would be set, setting their eyes on 2042. Competitors like Call of Duty Warzone have been utterly besieged by cheaters since launch. Recently suffering from a devastating silent aimbot that guarantees shots as long as you're roughly standing in the same continent as your target. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's hilarious. That's fucking wide. That's hilarious. Activision even stepped in to take down an undetectable aimbot that could theoretically work on any game and any platform. I'm going to credit whoever wrote that. That was glorious. That was good. It's unnatural. Then we should expect Battlefield 2042 to catch cheaters' attention. But forgetting even the October release, the early interest modders sparks concern over an upcoming open beta set to kick off in September. It'd be a shame if our first look at Battlefield 2042 is immensely marred by cheaters. The next entry in DICE's bumptastic shooter is shaping up to be something real special. With the Battlefield Portal sandbox letting you throw World War II soldiers against bad company tanks on maps from across the series, while rumors suggest 2042's Hazard Zone will be taking cues from Tarkov. Yep. The hazard, that's a Hazard Zone, right? I sincerely hope that... Dice's anti-cheat is spectacular because if 2042 becomes absolutely flooded by hackers, well, I mean, there's no way that it's gonna it could ne it could never be as bad as Warzone if they have an anti-cheat, simply because Warzone never had an anti-cheat. I know it was just we're gonna go off of a reporting system and then ban the accounts even if there's no evidence warranting that that person was cheating you can just fucking spam spam report somebody and then get them banned and then even even still it doesn't matter apparently now they've rolled out their anti-cheat they've banned another hundred thousand accounts or not not accounts. no they haven't they haven't rolled it out it's not coming out until quote unquote until Vanguard well they just said out. they banned a hundred thousand more people like pc players 
Yeah, but the the anti cheat isn't being implemented or released until the it new... is too little, too late. I know. It's not until it's, they're saying it's not it's not coming out until Vanguard drops and the new Warzone map drops. Even though that the fucking fanboys are really like, oh, finally. We've been waiting for this and overlooking the entire fact that we have gone this long. Yes. Without one. There, then the only reason that it was ever brought up was when everyone started fucking leaving. Yes. And I'm no like, one, no one's paying attention to that. They're just paying they, attention. They are. To the, I've seen me. There are people paying attention, have, but have brought it up. But most of the community, like the fanboys, that are always going to go back to Call of Duty no matter how bad it is. Hang on. What, what is Alicia sending me? That it, it's, I, I just think it's, it's all because the people have stopped playing their game, and they're only going to. Like before, you used to get del- your shit used to get deleted, and people would, and they would ban you from their fucking accounts, like on Reddit and everything, if you ever even mentioned anti-cheat, or said anything regarding hackers, cheaters, etc. They would just it's just silence forever. But now people are leaving the game, and they're like, oh, guys, by the way, this whole time we've been using this data, allowing you to suffer without saying anything, to have just a phenomenal anti-cheat. Like, okay. Convenient timing, by the way. The timing is impeccable. Convenient. All right. Um, I got to stop again. I got to take a shit. Hey, if you're listening to this, then chances are you watch streams too on Twitch. So if you haven't already, go ahead and go to blacklisted underscore gaming on Twitch. If you want to see more of my gameplay and any more of my clips, that's blacklisted with a capital B underscore under gaming with a capital G. So I hope to see you guys there and to see any more clips, go ahead and follow me on Instagram. That's blacklisted underscore gaming underscore podcast. Also, I'm on a new app called Hover. Hover is a new app for streamers and it's a really good networking site. So go ahead and follow me on blacklisted-gaming-podcast. I hope to see you guys there and enjoy the content. All right, I'm back. You have a good poop? That was great shit. That's what happens when you drink a lot of coffee. And he didn't even get hit in the nuts. I mean, I drink three cups of coffee. Coffee doesn't make me shit. Coffee? Dude, how not? It doesn't make me shit. It's a diuretic, man. Yeah, you, you realize that's about urine, right? Huh? Dire, diuretic? means it makes you pee so what diary pooping isn't like not associated with that at all no what would you not know? in that term what would you know i don't know huh. why would the corman know medical things <laughs> how would you know any of that um but yeah di- a diuretic means it it makes you pee more so back on the hack- it's about your it's the europe part of it whatever because you're yeah any uh, it's the urethra. I think we, I think we move on from the battlefield hacks, huh? I still, I don't, I think it's bullshit. I think it's a money grab right now because things are starting so think, to happen with the hacking companies. Do you think these websites are selling cheats that don't actually work? Yes. Just to get money? How? How can they work? Off of the alpha test, like the alpha test isn't even out. Yeah, it is. Did you not see the Battlefield 2042 gameplay? All the closed over? alpha. The closed alpha. Mean you mean to tell me that all the people on there, not a single one of them was a is a prospective cheater, that can tell them anything. 
You mean somebody no big brain fucker is playing? The- I just don't think. I think it's bullshit. We'll, I mean, the beta comes out next month. We'll see. We'll, I mean, be, able, we'll be able to play it. I can't. I don't know when it is in September, but it's in September that the beta is going to be uh, is going to be live. Like I said, we'll see. We'll see. I still think it's going to be bullshit. And like the like I said, they're going to have an anti cheat. It's never going to be like Warzone. You you can never any game nowadays. It's almost impossible. It probably to won't not be as cheaters. bad as Warzone. Yeah, it's almost impossible to not have cheaters. Yeah. Especially if you're playing with fucking PC people. Uh, which this is going to be cross-play. But I think, I feel like I, we saw an article that said we can turn off playing with PC people. We can. That's glorious. Xbox can't. No, wait, no, I think Xbox can. And I mean for this one, it's going to be in the battlefield settings. That you can turn off playing with PC people. Can you play with console, though? That's what I mean. I think, I'm pretty sure they're going to allow it to be like... You, you can, can only play with Xbox if you want to. Yeah. That'd be nice. That'd be glorious. I, I would take that any day. I might actually keep that setting off unless Alicia wants to play Battlefield, which I really don't think she's going to. I think you'll uh, convince her. Um, I mean, she likes Splitgate. I think you'll convince her. Especially because uh, she likes Rainbow. She like she didn't uh, she doesn't like Rainbow. She plays Rainbow sometimes. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like she wasn't as into Rainbow as uh most people are. Well, you got you to gotta be into Rainbow basically from the beginning, almost. Yeah. Otherwise. If you're, if you're starting to play Rainbow now, you're <laughs> fucked. Yeah. There's give, no way. Give it up. Give, don't even try. It's not worth I it. I tried it. I tried it back in 2016. I was just like, I'll give it a go. And then I, I was like, I'm never playing this again. Yep. I tried it a couple times with my boy. That's the it, only reason I have it. It sucks because I love Rainbow. I just, but I was so late to the game on that one that I just said, nah. nah. Mm-hmm. Everyone else knows everything. It's just not even fun. All right, so on to World of Warships. The Soapbox, World of Warships, aggressive monetization, incited mass exodus of content creators. Gaming- how, how many content creators were there for this, though? Uh, enough, I guess. We'll find out as this article goes, I'm sure. Gaming monetization has been a topic of intense conversation ever since box copies of software diminished in favor of persistent online experiences. Subscription services entered the scene but presented the problem of monthly uh, commitment to the unknown. Then we get sworn with free-to-play titles and the introduction of cash cash shops and designs intended to push players in that direction. In the current iteration of gaming monetization, monetization... Monetization, random lock, random lock boxes, aka loot boxes, no longer exclusive to the mobile market, have become a lightning rod for intense feelings and lawsuits alike. A lightning rod. Look at these, this wording. As a free-to-play naval arcade, World of Warships has continually sought to maximize profit, even at the expense of the well-being of its own players. Do you think the characters in the game on the ships suck as much dick as the regular navy? Or fuck goats? I don't know. Maybe. No, no, that was back in the day. We don't have goats on ship anymore. I'm sure. You guys don't need them. You're not on a fucking wood ship with sails. <laughs> yeah, it's just the walruses now. Yeah. Or the manatees. <laughs> walruses. <laughs> so, Studio Wargaming has now begun to push away some of its most uh, ardent defenders and contributors of its ex- aggressive gambling mechanics. How does a game that bills itself as free to play, free, pay the bills to keep servers running? Warships did quite successfully for several years by selling premium time 
akin to an MMO subscription with credit XP earning bonuses and premium ships. Okay. While players can quite happily grind free tech for, uh, tech tree ships by playing matches and earning XP and credits, the serious cash is made by selling unique ships and bundles. I mean, that's yeah. Sometimes for rewards up to uh, for upwards to hundred dollars, one hundred twenty dollars for a single ship, and very few shiny extras. It was pricey, but at least players knew what they were spending money on. Unfortunately, at some point along the way, marketing blurred with the physical, the psychological exploitation. Yep. And as we always know, as recently as 2018, the World of Warships summer sales sold premium ships directly to customers at a discounted rate. This year's recently announced summer sale entices players to buy doubloons. Doubloons. Doubloons, which can in turn be exchanged for bundles that include summer tokens. Which can be in turn be exchanged for random crates that contain that may contain a permanent camouflage. Why did you say doubloons like that? I don't know. <laughs> so this is this is, this is actually curious. weird. That whole thing right there, permanent camouflage. What? So you mean to tell me that the camos that you can put on your ships expire after each match? You can have expendable camo. I've never played the game. I've That's seen it weird. A couple times, but That's weird. I think it's weird to have camo on a ship, regardless. I mean, it's I, if it's a cool a visual thing that you can add to your to your ship. Which I, is, I, yeah, I get that it's a game, and that makes sense. Which I mean, it, you know, it's like ooh ah shit at that point. But at the same time, it's like, why would you have like camouflage that's, you know, perishable? Like, why why is it a one time? You for this match, you can put this camo on this ship, and then when the match is over, the camo's gone. Or if you want to pay more money, you can have a camo on there forever. Like that's the new thing? That's how it is on this. Or that's the old part. That's, that's the old thing. That's how it is on this. Man, every time I look over, I see this weird blur go across my eyes. Like in the light. Like when I do that, there's like a little line that goes blurry. Okay. That's weird. I don't like that. It's cataracts. I'm kidding. <laughs> Have I always seen this and I just never noticed it? What are you talking about? I have a weird line of blur. When I look up and I look back at you, I see this weird line of blur come across my eyes. And I can only tell because of the ring light. I. Is it like a line that's floating? Yeah. That's normal. I don't like that. It's like, it's weird. It's things that float in the fluid of the eye. I don't have time to explain this. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> it's a real thing, though. So, um, so is that the new part, though? Like the the permanent camo versus the limited camo? I guess I don't know, but there's more to it. So, why does the situation? Why has the situation spun out of control? Wargaming wants to remove players' perception of value as far as possible from actual money because it's more difficult to get people to gamble if they know how much money they stand to lose. This is uh, this slow push towards gambling mechanics has been occurring for several months, but reached breaking point when the community this past weekend participated by the re-release of the USS Missouri. So essentially what it is is that you, um, so you buy these doubloon, doubloons, mm -hmm. and they can be exchanged for bundles, which include the premium currency. So you're buying something to buy something. Yes. So... So 
the you don't see the actual monetary value of the summer tokens, which can be exchanged for loot boxes. So you don't know how much money you're spending on loot boxes because the value isn't essentially there. You're buying these doubloons to buy bundles of the uh, summer tokens, and then the loot boxes are priced off the summer tokens, not the doubloons. So there's confusing. they're using a premium current. They're using a a, in game, a a currency in the game that's a premium currency, but you can't just buy the premium currency. You have to buy the doubloons to get uh, bundles of premium currency. So they basically made three steps to purchase an item, so that it would disconnect you from figuring out how much money you're spending on these loot boxes. It's very uh, complex. It's confusing. It's but that's a that's a tactic they're doing now. Yeah, absolutely. To create a, a separation of how much money you're spending and losing to they're basically disconnecting the value of what you're spending. So, they're making you buy these bundles of premium currency and then selling these loot boxes at that premium currency but not showing the value of which crate you're getting. Yeah, and sense. that way you don't know. Like, I'm not, I don't know what I'm spending my money on right now. I mean, I'm sure someone will be able to decipher it and eventually. It out. Yeah, but this is why these these people are leaving. <clears throat> so, where does the Missouri come in? So I'll explain. Wargaming originally put the USS Missouri up for sale in December of 2016 for the game's free XP currency acquired through in-game play, and the ship remained available until February of 2018 within the game. Missouri was not a behemoth by any means. It's, it's widely recognized as an average battleship with a few unique perks. The biggest difference factor is an enhanced credit modifier that increased the number of credits earned per battle. So it wasn't exactly... It wasn't a ship that would pretty much be game-breaking. It would just earn you more, like, fucking points and credits for yeah. using it. So it was like... You could use it to trade off. It was a trade off. So instead of just, you're basically like, you were there just to be there and earn your XP and your money. It wasn't essentially can, there for. I think the battles they have multiple ships. They right? do. They do have multiple ships. You're just, but you're using that as a way to like spam some DPS while the other ships, you know, get in position, and you're earning more money while doing it. So. So, so they, hang on. They lock that aspect. The, Behind. So the biggest differentiating factor is an enhanced credit modifier that increased the number of credits earned per battle. Over the months that Missouri was available, more and more players took advantage of the credit bonus to the, to the point where it was disrupting the in-game economy, prompting Wargaming to pull her from sale. Since then, Missouri has been available only via random containers centered around special events, or perhaps the containers were not so random, depending on your viewpoint. <laughs> yeah. The existence of the Missouri presented Wargaming with a dilemma. She's a ship of great historical significance. Japan signed to surrender in the deck of the ship in 1945. And as such has been sought after by many veterans and those with an interest... Veterans meaning the veterans of, of. of the game and the Navy. Um, it's pretty much just the Navy. <laughs> oh, shit. I just... Sought after by many veterans and those with interest in naval history, not a company to leave money on the table, Wargaming recently announced the return of the Missouri with, a, with great fanfare and a reduced credit modifier. The studio specifically said the ship would be available for purchase in exchange for doubloons, 
and the game's cash buyable currency. Are the doubloons. Previous previous owners of the Missouri would then continue to earn credits at the enhanced rate. It seemed a reasonable com- compromise to those who desired th- to own this unique piece of history. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, when the development blog for an update was released, the wording in the section regarding the return of the Missouri had been altered. The new version made clear that the ship would instead appear in random bundles that can be attained in exchange for doubloons. In other words, Wargaming had gated the Missouri behind random crates. If history serves as any indication, it will likely be a random bundle chain with the possibility of winning the Missouri in the first crate in the chain, the last or any crate in between, thus. The last or any crate in between. Thus, if a player wants to own the Missouri, he'll have no idea how much he'll need to pay to get it. This type of chain directly manipulates the players into the sunk cost fallacy. Or the tendency to continue to spend money on something simply because a player has already sunk so much money into that he doesn't want to walk away without something to show for it. Ah, uh, that's true. The latest monetization will move will move sent move sent the official World of Warships community contributor community into a frenzy. How many times have we just fucking say community there? That's twice. <laughs> that's that's just how it's worded. <laughs> An environment that had already begun deteriorating over the last several months completely disintegrated over the Missouri's announcement and other mistreatments. This past week, we received tips that many of the game's largest North American and European community contributors had discussed a mass exodus from the program to coincide with a re-release of Missouri. However, that timeline moved up to last Friday when Little White Mouse, a longtime ship reviewer and much-beloved community member, announced her resignation from her program. Saturday morning, no fewer than 22 other members of the program had done the same. Those who have left continue to drop hints and additional departures over the next several days. So in today's Salt Mines Discord, um, Salt Mines which will Discord. be posted in lieu of mingles and jingles on Monday. These are players, by the way. I announced my intention to quit the World of Warships Community Contribute Program. Once, on, once the Discord Q&A ended, I posted this message to CC Discord and left the server. This is what he said. I'll keep this short so that not to waste anyone's time. Being the CCTP was a privilege for the first two years when the contributions made were respected, valued, and the feedback in both directions was something I was happy to be part of. By the way, these the reason why these people are important to World of Warships is because Wargaming was taking their input to implement and improve the game. And then eventually they decided that they were going to go money over... Um, money over the their like their takes on this and it gets actually more in depth because it came down to they were using the community to build to develop historical ships and to the point i think this will get mentioned too they were going to make a canadian ship Uh so they had people like come up with a canadian ship a name features and everything like that and then submitted to war wargaming and they altered it. They changed the name. They changed the features. They basically just took the idea and made it their own, in their own way. So basically, they took all this input, said, fuck your input, and then made their own shit. And it was just like, why are we doing this? All right. So this is what he said. Oh, okay. So respect. I was happy to be part of. In the last three years, the last, the last year in particular, this has become a toxic one-way relationship that I'm glad to put behind me. It has been, it hasn't been any one thing. Although the treatment of April 
was the straw that broke the camel's back, but a continued dem demonstration of the contempt in which Wargaming holds for its program. The increasingly aggressive monetization and implementations of gambling mechanics into a game marketed to children as young as the age of seven and numerous other factors means that it's high time I admitted that I am in a toxic relationship to, and got out of it with some self-respect intact. To Shania in particular, I'd like to express my thanks of being part of doing a great job in extremely difficult circumstances. To everyone else here, fair winds and following seas, I quit. He said fair winds and following seas. Streamer Flambass penned breakup letter comparing his time in the program to an abusive relationship and called it called for monetary boycott for the exploitive practices. They they called it a breakup letter. Basically, yeah. <laughs> so, and now it's getting review bombed on Metacritic, by the way, because of this. They used my terminology. What? It's like an abusive relationship. Yeah, that's. Like, they've compared it to an abusive relationship, kind of like Call of Duty. So, Facts. Mr. Gibbons in the Discord channel resignation noted that the problems gambling mechanics present a large segments of the Warships player base. <clears throat> the World of Warships community is made of high pro proportion of veterans. It is well recognized that veterans suffer a much higher rates of problem gambling than the general population. True. Missouri is, is a much desired ship, a ship with great significance to many veterans. Marketing that a Marketing that ship to veterans through gamble mechanics seems to be exploitive and, and immoral. Didn't even think about it like that. I mean, if you, it, it really is because you know that your veterans want this. Yeah. And you know that they're more prone to a gambling addiction than most people. That makes sense. And now you're going to market it as a gambling mechanic in order for them to get it, knowing they're going to want it and they're going to spend the fucking money to get it. It's true. It's worth pointing out that many OCCs did that World Warships markets and game young kids as well as adults as service members. In terms of service, stipulate the players must be at least 13 years old to play, which means that these mechanics are introduced to the children who are too young to legally drive. The pan-European gaming information rating is 7, meaning that the game is appropriate for children 7 or older. This isn't even the first time that Wargaming has been in hot water for random crates. Consider this complaint about the randomized nature of the 2020 holiday event when the European Advertising Standards Alliance ruled in part. The jury also disagrees with the opinion expressed. I don't care about fucking legal shit right now. At this point, Wargaming seems content to continue to take chances on aggressive monetization tactics and ask for forgiveness if it doesn't work out. But perhaps that that's all part of the strategy. Players churn for good for, for free-to-play games, and World of Warships is no exception to this rule. They'll, they can't sell you the USS Texas twice, but they can sell it to an excited new player who just discovered the game. The new player will have no history with the studio to know better. It's disheartening to think that this type of exploitation resulting in the community behave upheaval may not, be, may not negatively affect Wargaming's bottom line in the least. Then again, maybe it will. Update this afternoon, Wargaming told the community contributors of Discord that it isn't ready to address the situation, but will do so tomorrow. Uh, what? I don't know. So, Basically, it's like, uh, we don't know how we're going to word this to lie to you right now. Uh, so, Shinoi said, regrettably, even after the spending all day and the nonstop writing, talking, and thinking, we're not yet ready to publish the message today. Considering that the working hours and the ending of our colleagues, CIA, and, and CIA, Continental, Continental, 
CIS and EU. Colleagues. We're I don't know. We're making the final touches and we'll come tomorrow. Sorry for letting you down on that timing. This is not under NDA. You may let people know that we regrettably took this bit longer than expected and we'll be there tomorrow with the message. And then, not NDA. Regrettably, due to technical limitations, we cannot make the Missouri available in the Armory. However, if you would like... so Okay, so Wargaming has now addressed the situation we covered here. It, says, it seems like players want to, want to purchase the Missouri with the balloons are going to be forced to contact Wargaming customer support in order to do so. So I don't know what the I don't exactly know what the armory is, but apparently the armory is where you go to purchase ships. Okay. And they're like, just make it purchasable in the armory so we can just buy it. And this is their response. Regrettably, due to technical limitations, we cannot make the Missouri available in the armory. However, if you would like to directly purchase her in, in, for doubloons after you finish the campaign, you got to play the campaign first. Please contact customer support. There you'll be able to ask for exchange of nineteen five hundred doubloons for Missouri in a slot. And port. Wait, is it nineteen thousand? Or nineteen thousand five hundred doubloons for Missouri and slot and port. It does not replace an option to purchase the ship in the premium shop after completing the campaign. Interesting. So, but that's bullshit. You can't put it in the army due to technical issues. Like it was there before. Now, now, so I think now they're getting because they're getting into so much hot water because of the loot box thing. There's, they're kind of allowing people to do it, but you got to jump through hoops to fucking do it. Yeah. They're, they're essentially making it as inconvenient as possible so that you ha you just say, fuck it. I'll just do the loot boxes. And notice that's, that's only in the discord. So anyone that's not in that discord has no fucking clue what's going no. on. No, no, they don't. Unless like, you know, they read this article, but still. Yeah. Even still, like it's, it's still a fucking shitty practice. Like they're. They're basically trying to manipulate people to buy the loot boxes by they're creating a problem and selling a solution. Yeah, it's like America. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like any AAA gaming. They create a problem to sell the solution, and them they're, they're literally like they're coming up with this. This they're making it as inconvenient as possible just so that you they flush you to the store to to loop buy the loot boxes. Called situational design. Yeah, I know. And their response to this whole thing is so fucking stupid. And it's, it is no wonder that people are leaving in, in droves, especially their top creators for this game. Droves when they're not, not even that many people play it, honestly. I mean, not many people you know play it. No, 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 in general. Like, their player count is... Did you look? Yeah, I've seen the player count. Their player count isn't nearly that high as other, a lot of other games. So on to another thing. Let's talk about fucking Skyrim releasing its 50th fucking edition <laughs> of the game. I am tired of this. Ten years. It's like it's it's become a joke that it even became an SNL skit or a college humor skit or whatever, where it's like Alexa has Skyrim now. You That's actually that? a real thing. No, it's not. Yes, it is. For real? Yes. I think I actually talked I've seen about a video. This. I've seen a video on it, and it's a real thing. Like someone had unlocked it. It's a real thing. It is a thousand percent a real thing. Why? Why is it a thing? It was like a, it's almost like an Easter egg type thing that you can do. I've seen it. It's an Easter egg and a running meme because you have how many versions of Skyrim now? Quite a few. Lots. Lots of them. Skyrim's like it's, available it's, on trust the me smart how... fridge now. How big, how basic that it is that you that you can do on like the video, 
and they they talk about what you're able to do on it. It's obviously not as in depth as yeah, the actual like full it's game. Super, super. But the fact, the whole point is that there is a Skyrim on Alexa. They have more versions of fucking Skyrim, and yet we still don't have Elder Scrolls Six. So they've been making more and more versions of this ten-year-old how, game. How many Skyrims are there? Is there just one? Fuck. There's only one Skyrim, but it's, there's different versions of it. Okay. It's available on the Switch. It's available on last gen. Last gen. It's available. It was available on fucking PS3 and Xbox One. It was available on PS4 and Xbox 360. No, I'm sorry, Xbox 360 and PS3. It was available on PS4 and Xbox One. It was available now on on next gen. I hate Xbox. It's fucking. Generation, what they call it them. is like. Did you ever see the meme where the guy walks in with a pizza and it says it's like a stack of pizzas? Says PlayStation, PlayStation two, three, four, and it's like in there. And he looks and everyone's just fucking. It's chaos and it's like all the different Xbox names <laughs> because it's so confusing. That's so true. But like, so there has been so many different versions of Skyrim. They put it on different platforms. Like I'm sure you can get it on a fucking digital pregnancy test at this point. You Doom. can. You what's no? I, you, you can get Doom. That's what it was. I knew I'd seen something on a pregnancy test. It's not. It, yeah, it wasn't Skyrim. It was Doom. I remember, I saw that too. I actually covered that. I think that that was funny. But um, now here we are. We got an anniversary edition, which, in all honesty, makes sense because it's a ten year anniversary of it. And well, I mean, every every game that was as big as this will have an anniversary edition. I guess it's somewhat fair. So, I guess it, it does in a way make sense that they have an anniversary edition. But at the same time, I'm also sick and tired of seeing different versions of Skyrim pop up every it, couple it's years. Just being, it's just the timing of it. They're using the anniversary to push the remaster of it. Yes. And that's what we're going to talk about. So, part of the fan, fandom family... Oh, let me go to the article. Part of the fandom family, Fanatical is one of the leading digital retailers of officially licensed PC titles, bringing you the... Fa- Fantastic deals at AAA. What is this an ad? <laughs> I just read a fucking ad. <laughs> I just read an ad for this fucking website. I feel like a moron now. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> All right, here we go. How does it start right there? That's some shady shit. You, you fucking bastards! <laughs> you got me to promote your fucking website on here. Fine, unbeknownst to myself, edit that bullshit out. Man, we just spiked the audio hard on that one. Anyway, so all right, let's get to the real Yeah, maybe real no one will fuck- listen to that fucking ad now. Let's go 15 seconds into the future. I hate myself for that one. I hate myself. I hate myself. All right. QuakeCon 2021 has certainly been uneventful so far with plenty of announcements on upcoming titles like Deathloop, which is a PlayStation 5 exclusive, just so you know. But one classic title was the center of attention. The game has captured the hearts of millions of gamers since 2011. Open world RPG Elder Scrolls Skyrim saw players venture out into an unforgiving realm. I don't give a fuck about that. Talking about the game. If you haven't played Skyrim by this point, then I don't care. I haven't played Skyrim. Arriving on Steam PC and console sale, Xbox Series (coughs) XS, Xbox One, PS5, PS4, is jam-packed. This jam-packed edition will launch on November 11th, 2021. Jam-packed edition. Not... Not so, not too long to go. If don't, you're wondering what you'll get for your money, this is what's included. Don't and they have different DLCs and stuff? Yes, they 
So they do have different DLCs. Um, I even want to say that they put the fucking um, Oblivion features in it and Morrowind. I've never played, so I just know. It's just all the other Elder Scroll games. They've they added parts of those into Skyrim that you can travel to, and there's like more quests and shit. What's the difference between Skyrim and Elder Scrolls? Nothing. Elder Scrolls covers all of Tamriel, which is basically Middle Earth. We'll use Lord of the Rings as a reference. So Tamriel is just the one giant continent. Oblivion, Morrowind, Skyrim are all parts of that continent. And so each Elder Scrolls is a different part of Tamriel. Okay. So Skyrim. Is this, so is this called Elder Scrolls Skyrim? Skyrim? Elder Scrolls Five Skyrim. So Elder Scrolls Four. So, the, so Skyrim is Elder Scrolls. Elder Scrolls Four was Oblivion, and Elder Scrolls Three was Morrowind. Basically, each Elder Scrolls was a version of Tamriel. Was but, Elder, different... but Skyrim is Elder Scrolls. Skyrim is Elder Scrolls. But is it, is it a separate game? It's a separate game, but each game, it's basically like... That's confusing. Each Elder Scrolls game. So you have Morrowind, Oblivion, Skyrim. Those are the top three right now because they're the most current generation <laughs> ones if you want to consider like PS3 and shit current. <laughs> Ten years ago. So Elder Scrolls is like the genre, uh, the, the like the, the game as a whole, in a se- essentially. Each game, you got one, two, three, four, five. Each game is basically a different part of that world with different stories, but they all tie together in a way. So what was like ESO online? ESO, ESO is just like an MMO version of all of Tamriel. So it's all the continents. So you have Skyrim, you have Morrowind, you have Oblivion, you have all these different locations in all of Tamriel. So ESO is essentially every region of Tamriel put into one game for an MMO. There's no real direct okay. storyline. It has a bunch of quests and stuff and the factions from each one. But, you know, like cause Skyrim's in ESO, and so is Morrowind and Oblivion. Like, all the locations from each of those regions in all of Tamriel are in ESO. Whereas each game on its individual self, like Skyrim, focuses only on that one region. I see. Does that make sense now? Slightly. Basically, it's... Imagine Lord of the Rings. Okay. Okay? We've already established I haven't seen Lord of the Rings. Okay, so. what's the fucking... I don't know, man. Uh, I'll, I'll use Lord of the Rings, okay? So you obviously know, like, the Shire. You know parts of it, like Mordor. Yeah. So imagine, like, Lord of the Rings as a video game series. Imagine Lord of the Rings, Mordor. Where it's all one game focused on everything in Mordor. Okay. Then you have Lord of the Rings The Shire, which is all things focused in the Shire. Which would be boring as shit, but this is just an example. That's kind of how Elder Scrolls is. Elder Scrolls is one giant region. Like how Lord of the Rings is Middle Earth, but Mordor and the Shire and everything is all part of Middle Earth. So did they never have a game that was called Elder Scrolls before ESO? Online? I, they did, but it wasn't all of Tamriel. It was just like Elder Scrolls and then, you know, one one region of it, however long ago that was. Which came first, Elder Scrolls or Skyrim? Elder Scrolls came first. Skyrim was just a part of the Elder Scrolls world. I'm just curious. 
That's essentially what it is. Skyrim isn't just its own thing. Uh, it's Skyrim. It's not the Elder Scrolls Skyrim, even though that's the name of the game. It's the Elder Scrolls, which is like the main, the whole of the series. So that's why Skyrim is just a, Skyrim is just a part of that series. So that's why it's confusing to me. Well, I mean, if you're not into it, you don't know. Truth. All right. So what's what's comes with it to kick things off? Skyrim <laughs> Anniversary Edition will feature all content currently available in Skyrim Special Edition. This includes the base game and three official extension add-ons, Dawnguard, Hearthfire, and Dragonborn. You'll also get remastered artifacts, art and effects, volume, volumetric god rays, dynamic depth in a field, screen space reflections, and new water and show, snow shaders. Like the special edition, you'll be able to use PC mods on consoles, allowing you to increase uh, to experience the new quests, environments, characters, dialogue, armor, weapons, blah, blah, blah. Bethesda Senior Community... Well, I don't give a fuck what she has to say. Hmm. The Special Edition will also be getting a next-gen upgrade for the same day as the Anniversary Edition's release. Brand new feature, fishing. Fishing was now going to be added to Skyrim. I don't care. Keep going. Creative extras. As I mean, it's fishing. It's it's fucking fishing. Do you, don't, do you need to know more? Fishing is boring. You can't fish in Skyrim. But after this update, you will. How how many p how how much of an uproar has there been? We're like, guys, we need fucking fishing. You can fish in ESO, and you can use the fish for like food and and. How health. many of those people are just so outraged that are like, we need fucking dude, fishing? Let me tell you, in ESO and Red Dead especially, there is a lot of people that all they do is fish in the game. Go fucking real fishing. Or what if it's like when, let's say it's in the wintertime and they can't ice fish. How about they go outside and do the activities that they're doing in-game for real? Why don't you go outside and play Call of Duty for real? That's not the same. And That's technically, murder. we can. That's a little different. <laughs> so, going on. Creative extras. As mentioned earlier, the ability to use mods opens up a whole new level of gameplay enjoyment for Skyrim players. I think Alicia's here. I know. Okay. I said that. Skyrim Anniversary... Did I say that? No, you did uh, not. I thought, I thought it. <laughs> Skyrim Anniversary Edition will be jam-packed with 500 pieces of content courtesy of Bethesda Creation Club. These include mods from the community as well as Bethesda devs, giving you the new quests and dungeons to explore, new armor and weapons to add to your arsenal and spells to master. Why wait? So, let's see. That was exciting. There's, there's definitely a little bit more to this because... Where's the one? Yep. There's no. There's there's. I know there was some backlash to this. There was backlash to the anniversary edition, simply because they're selling you the same fucking game. No. Are you talking about because they had to buy it again to use it on the next gen? So the one thing that this didn't explain, because it was like an upgrade or whatever. So I didn't explain this. If you have the special edition, you mm -hmm. get a free next-gen upgrade. Yeah, yeah. If you don't, you got to buy the next-gen upgrade, which it does not tell you the price of. Interesting. So in order to get a lot of these features, you need to have you need have to buy the anniversary edition. Mm -hmm. So essentially, if you want a next-gen upgrade, you got to buy the anniversary edition. That's that's what it is. Most of the time, it's not the full game, though. No. It's like a 
fifteen dollar upgrade. See, I think I honestly it. think because I have Dawn Guard. It's like, like the price difference, basically. And what, I, at least what I've seen from games that have the PS4 version and the PS5 version, if you don't get the the free upgrade one to be able to upgrade, it's like fifteen dollars extra or something. Yeah. If you already own it, I see. For me, I uh, I I think I already have that that special edition. I think I got it like years ago. Because I have all the expansions like Dawn Guard and all that shit. I have all those expansions. So I'm pretty sure that I'm going to get a free upgrade anyway. So Is it going to be crossplay? doesn't need to be. Why? There's no multiplayer. Oh. Well, you I think it'd be cross. You didn't know that, did you? No. Yeah, I was no thinking of ESO. Yeah, it's not ESO. That's, that's what I mean. And that's why it's confusing to me. Alicia, Alicia has explained to me thousands of times that... Every time I bring up, like, oh, you get, can you do this, this? She's like, babe, this isn't Skyrim. This is ESO. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's confusing to me. It's not the same. It's a different. It's the same, but it's It's in not the same, same location. It's just a different game. Like, it's the same, but it's not. Yeah. That's pretty much what I'm hearing. ESO is an MMO. Skyrim is an RPG. It's, well, MMO, RPG, I think. There's, it's not, an, but there's no MMO in Skyrim because it's just an RPG. ESO that. is an MMO, RPG. Skyrim is just an RPG. Just an MMORPG, Artar. You can't play with anybody else on it Skyrim. Just makes this me is of, single player only. It literally makes me think of that Sky South Park episode. All right, let's talk about the let's talk about Vanguard. Let's, let's, call, let's talk about shit. Let's talk about Vanguard as briefly as we possibly can. Hey, remember that turd that you dropped like thirty minutes ago? We're gonna talk about it. So COD players flame Vanguard's graphics. It looks like Nintendo DS. <laughs> The Call of Duty community has mixed reactions on Vanguard's alpha with the loudest roasting the game's console graphics likened to the Nintendo DS. I'm telling you, it's not good. Among more colorful language, the community is less than delighted. <laughs> Call, of Duty, Call of Duty and PlayStation have a deal in place, which means PS players get access to more stuff and earlier stuff than PC and Xbox counterparts. Such is the case in Vanguard's alpha, which exclusive to PC, PS4 and PS5. Oh, so you can only get that if you're on PlayStation. Get what? The Alpha. Yeah, it's it's only been it's that that's part of the controversy right now is that the closed Alpha has only been available to PlayStation people, literally nobody else. I know it's because of exclusivity and shit again. That's the whole reason that uh, what is it? The zombies outbreak mode or not outbreak? It's onslaught. Onslaught has been exclusive to PlayStation the whole time that Cold War has been out. Oh, yeah. The, well, like the Spec Ops modes. Yes. Spec Ops was... Until... I think... Modern November. Warf until Mo November. Modern Warfare's... So... That was only for a couple months. That wasn't for a whole year. Unlike Modern Warfare's Spec Ops. Modern Warfare's... Modern Warfare had certain Spec Ops modes exclusive for PlayStation for one full year. And everyone was pissed because they're like, why would, like, you're literally going to give, you're making me wait a whole year for this. And it does like, you'll and never at, play it after at, that. At that basically. point, no one's going to play it anymore. Correct. Because you're, so you're this giving whole it to mode, us when it doesn't matter anymore. This whole zombies mode has been only available to PlayStation this entire time. And by and the it'll, it'll become available. There's a fucking hair on my. It'll become, yeah, it'll become available like several months later. But the. The whole no, it's, it'll, it's not becoming available until November. Basically, when the or was it was it November? So six or October, months or, after the game. No, came it's out. a full year. 
Oh, really? Yes. They did the so full year thing again. It's still not available to people on Xbox or PC right now. And at that point, no one's going to play it. There's going to be another Call of Duty out. So this one might be a little bit different because I know that Treyarch is handling the zombies. Okay, and? So if it's tied together, people might still play it. You know what I mean? You see what I mean? Who knows? Who knows? All right, so Call of Duty... So Unfortunately, while alphas are usually expected to look less polished than their final product, their, the return to PlayStation graphics has left streamers and fans heated. One clip in particular has gotten the ire of players, with people reacting and claiming the graphics look like they're from a Nintendo DS or the year 2000. Above all else, many just seem uninspired by the first look. It's pretty trash. So, and yeah, the We're going to play it right now. It's not good. That doesn't look good at all. Like, and the, so Exclusive Ace did a video on it, and he was talking about all of the cover on the map is basically not actually cover. It's just concealment. Because you can shoot. It's like everything is just paper thin. You can shoot through everything. You can wall bang. You've got the, what is it, the free fire shit, too? Like, you put your gun up here and you start fucking firing. Blind fire? Yeah, that's what it was. I was thinking free fire. As you can see in the clip, the graphics aren't particularly impressive. That could be attributed to being an alpha as well as the perils of Twitter comp compression. Also, the PlayStation exclusivity. God said, who called it insane for the first look at COD 2021, take a look at limited console visuals. He said, insane that we people can only show show off or see console gameplay for people's first impressions of Vanguard. When it looks better graphically than Modern Warfare 2019 Warzone, but you would never know from what is being posted. Should be tons of 1440 and 4K 60 frames with 120 field of view gameplay being posted, but no. See, I don't, think that's, I don't think that's fair either because the majority of people that do play the game are on console. Yeah. Like in reality, uh, like I said before, I, I, I actually suck. hate. I I really do hate when all I see of gameplay is only PC because I I know that's not how it's gonna fucking look. No, I know. Like eighty percent of the the player base. Concern over the impression people are getting from gameplay. J God reinforces that the game is actually a graphical improvement over its predecessors. It looks better graphically than Modern Warfare twenty nineteen Warzone, but you would never know from being posted. Now, why is he? Why are you quoting the tweet? While many players aren't bothered by the Alpha's presentation, seeing as it what it is, a test of bugs in gameplay allowed group isn't pleased. The overreaching theme seems to be a game of 2013's PS4 shouldn't look like it's from 2004's Nintendo DS. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Honestly, I guess my point still stands. Vanguard's going to be complete asshole when you play it, and there's nothing... Uh, yeah, and it's, it's dropping around all of the shit that's all the new games that are coming out that people cannot wait to play and it's coming out after them like come the fuck on all right so let's talk about let's talk about soldier boy watch me ooh fucking weirdo anyway so watch me oh watch me ooh all right we're going to watch so this is this is soldier boy <laughs> claiming that he owns atari now let's watch you might have to give credit to whoever's videos these are. Um, this this video is. I mean, in the description for on YouTube. This is Bid TV. 
You'll have to like link them and shit. This is Bid TV posting his video on this. This is a long and at Soldier Boy Game, they signed me to a deal to Atari. <laughs> Big shout out to Atari, the whole staff. I'm about to revamp the company. We're gonna take Atari to the next level. Everybody go follow at Atari. I am now the owner of Atari. I own <laughs> the video game company Atari. Ha ha. They was real they was real proud of me and what I did with the Soldier Boy game console. You know what I'm saying? I blew Soldier Boy game up. Um, we about to sell the company for like was it a hundred? I think we're I'm about to steal the company. Forty million. I'm gonna get like a hundred. I'm finna get a hundred and forty million dollars from Soldier Boy Game. So Atari reached out and I just signed a deal with Atari. I signed two deals with Atari. I'm the owner. The first rapper to own a video game company. Bro. Follow at Atari. Like he's yeah, pushing Atari to shit too. Level. Like he's like, yeah, yeah. He's, wearing, he's, fucking he's wearing an Atari hat. Game, he's wearing an Atari hoodie. Yeah, so it doesn't boy, so echo. Boy. Thank you to my fans. I couldn't have did it without y'all. You know what I'm saying? I just signed um, Tom Hanks on. Chet Hanks. Did he just he say Tom Hanks? He coming out. This man just said Tom Hanks. So y'all be on the lookout for his music too. We gonna um, I'm gonna do a country music album on him. Oh. What the fuck, dude? What is this Old Town Road? From the nine from the drop. You trying to be a little nasty? SOD <laughs> album, the new SOD. Everybody in here, copper badge. I'm gonna shout y'all out. <coughs> Good morning to all my fans. He's gonna be the next cowboy, Troy. What is he smoking? I mean, I know. I mean, there's there's more than weed in that shit, dude. What a fucking delusional weirdo! How he thinks that he owns Atari. Did you hear what he said? And so, he said he signed deals with Atari. He signed deals with Atari and blah 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 blah. He said I'm officially owner. And then he's talking about, you know, what he said he's. Oh, I'm the owner. So he he was talking about. I think it's gonna get into this in a second. That's a long ass article. Well, he was talking about. No, it's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like the <laughs> shortest article we have. Never mind. So, all right. So, Soldier Boy. Yeah. So he imagine has, imagine being at Atari and they're like, "Yo, you seen the new Soldier Boy video?" No. Uh, he says that he owns us. Explain. Get on the phone. Dude, fucking, fucking shut this shit down now. What a fucking weirdo! All right, hang on. Let me read this. So the rapper Soldier Boy has an interesting past with gaming, including making his own bootleg consoles <laughs> that never saw public release. Now he's making a new bold claim that this time alleging that he owns Atari. It didn't take long for the company's effectively shut down his boast with a short but to the point statement. Oh, Soldier Boy, when will you learn? After his first attempt at breaking into the gaming industry as a console manufacturer was ripped apart because he got, he got sued by Nintendo. Yeah. Um, the rapper continued to try to find his entry point. The first attempt making his own console began in 2019 when he tried to peddle a new design. Immediately was met with a cease and desist notifications from major companies for in the business. Previously, the rapper took pot shots at former Nintendo president Reggie Phil's Amy when he said he made him retire. <clears throat> so, Soldier Boy claims that he made the CEO of Nintendo retire 
And he's like, ah, oh, man, he didn't want to support me, and I, I fucked him. I, I, you know, he retired because of me. Like, I feel like fucking... this was mentioned in one of the articles that we we covered. For I think it was his second console attempt. Yeah, what? Yeah, which was also shut down. Anyway, when he made numerous jokes and and utter silence, it took. It looks like Soldier Boy is ready to crank that gaming. Oh, here we go. More Soldier Boy jokes. <laughs> Every article does this. I know. I was I was waiting for it. Crank the gaming market once more. Though once more, it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. Every in, article. In a new video seen at the top, Soldier Boy can be heard claiming that Atari was wowed by the success of his bootleg systems. And upon seeing his new line flourishing, they offered him a company the company for $140 million. So he didn't even buy shares. This was offered to him. He so he claims he wasn't shares. They said he offered them for 140 million. Someone get this man a mental health eval. So he's putting members to his claim, which is interesting, while also stating he signed not one but two deals with Atari after, after and his, Tom Hanks and and Tom Hanks after his claims of being the first rapper to own a video game company. Atari quickly <laughs> shot out, shot out the following small message: We know that CEO of Atari is a dream job. No, it's not. Atari's a sinking ship. <laughs> no, it's not. Anyway. Um, but that honor belongs to Wade Rosen. So there's that. It's clear that Soldier Boy will never leave the monetary opportunities that the gaming industry has offered given his past social media encounters, his streaming presence, and his launched esports organization. But claiming the owner of Atari, that's a bold choice. He even asked Tony Hawk if the pro skater would like to help him make a new video game. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> he even remastered. He had his his original games, like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater One and Two, remastered. They look phenomenal. To be I fair. know that. Like, he, I, I know Tony Hawk remastered them, but I mean, like, for Soldier Boy to be like, hey, nobody bought them. No, nobody bought them. Nobody cares. The only people that bought them were one were people that fucking loved playing them back in the day. Or they were like, oh, I want to see what it looks like, and then never played them again. No. Like, anyway. I'm, I'm ashamed that I bought them because I played them twice. Yeah. So, let's keep going. Given his response to critique and other companies showing direct comparisons to already available products. So, that was the other thing. His emulators, they were already on the market. Same emulators. Only thing he did was just added his graphics and put them in his store. He was reselling emulators. And saying they were his console, so he was, he was stealing emulators, putting his name basically on them, and then, and then upping and then selling them, trying to sell them for a profit, and then stealing Nintendo's name. He basically, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's he's stealing on. It was funny because the, the, the emulator. The em, have you ever seen what the emulator looked like? It looked like no. an Xbox One, like the small one. With a PlayStation controller. Yeah, yeah, we looked at that. All right, let's keep going. I think it was the headline picture for the article that we had read last time. Um, so given his response to critique and companies showing direct comparisons as his available products, the launch seems likely to face issues similar to his attempt. To be fair, go after your goals. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Yada, yada, yada. <laughs> if that means, if, th if that's what you want to do, don't let those ambitions get ground into the dust. Ground into dust. 
That being said, let's make sure that the made-from-scratch console isn't made from other consoles already out on the market. So, all right, here's the other funny thing. So he said that they offered him $140 million. That is not what happened. Here's Soldier Boy's response to this. <clears throat> All right, hang on. Let me read this article too. I'm making sure that. What is what is with these ads? God damn. So this is his response. I signed two deals with Atari, says Soldier Boy on Twitter. Are we gonna make the next level. Know what I'm saying? Oh, hang on. Know what I'm saying? So the denial seemed to get Soldier Boy worked up. He took to Instagram to live to attack the company, showing what appeared to be an Atari contract offering millions of tokens. So what happened was Atari offered him their cryptocurrency. Okay. Because Atari has been trying to dive into the crypto market with their Atari co- tokens. They have Atari co- tokens? Yes. What does Atari even sell? Um, they tried making a new console, which failed. Like a and remastered console? Now they are into the gambling game market. Uh, like slots and shit. Slots? I like slots. I like slots, too. So, then he said, um, at, after the offering millions of tokens to the rapper, he says, fuck this contract, fuck Atari, the rapper says. Don't call me no more. Don't attach my name to y'all name. Atari has dipped its toe in the cryptocurrency world with the Atari token, but it's unclear if the contract Soldier Boy appeared to show off in the, con- in the video is legit. But Atari is refusing knowledge the latest video, so probably, so probably not. We're learning. Dude, what we're is leaning this towards fucking now. ad? I don't know what this ad is. This, it's like there's a million of them. I know. That's me. Who's calling you now? That would be my apartment. Do you need to answer this? No, it's they're just probably getting me up to speed because my lease is renewing. So let's look up Soldier Boy's <clears throat> response because it's pretty funny. Because I I have my lease is going to renew and I'm just going to renew for the whole time, knowing that I can get out of it because I have orders and they don't have a choice. No. <laughs> All right, so, so this, this is, is his response. Yeah. Okay. God, he looks so weird. Well, yeah, I mean, he's always looked weird. All right. Here's his response. I have to mute our mics for this. Follow at Soldier Boy Gang. I suppose y'all. y'all got me. What? Don't never get on the internet trying to play with me about nothing. Y'all company call me. I'm going to bring y'all up in it back. I don't even heard y'all play Sega and Nintendo. I never played Atari. Talking about, hold on. Look at this. Send me two contracts, 13 pages. Y'all send me 30 contracts. Y'all got me fucked up. I exposed the whole thing. Fuck never kept So for those that don't know life. why there's skips in the video. never lied about nothing. His, y'all his language. Said, whatever the fuck y'all said, don't make it seem like I'm lying. You talking about fuck Atari, y'all? me help me help me. I'm the hottest rap in the game. Ricky Morty number one. She make it clap number one. Ain't nobody thinking about no fuck Atari. You talking about? I ain't never even played Atari. I play Sonic. I play Sega. I play Nintendo. Y'all call me, ask me to help y'all. Now you know it. Wasn't Sonic Atari? 
No, Sonic was Sega. Well, and that's what I mean. It wasn't Sega, Atari? No. Oh, they weren't owned by the same company? Uh, no. So. Are we not muted anymore? No, we're not muted anymore. Okay. Cool. <coughs> so, <laughs> this fucking retard. I hate that video. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to hate this whole portion of, the, of that simply because of all the bleeps. They, I know. They, they bleeped out everything, bitch, ass. I'm like, bleep the N-word. Every, yeah. Everything. It's they, on the internet. It doesn't fucking uh, matter. Dude, let's, let, let me see if I can find the actual, like, the... I don't even want to watch an actual one now. Like, well, it just, that killed see, it for me. Like, we're on the internet. We're, we're not... There's no FCC. That's why streaming is better than TV. I want to hear no, this. No, don't show this fucking ad. We don't get free advertising. I, I'm, I'm not trying to. I'm not even showing it. I, I'm on our camera right now. We can hear it. Yeah, no, you can't. This is a long ad, and I don't know why. Fuck your ah. phone. I want to make sure that this ad isn't like. You shouldn't mute it. This video is like, if he says stupid shit. Hang on, let me see. They censored it too. Yeah, that we're never going to see the original. No. So basically, he was showing like receipts that he receipts that he had, quote unquote. and quote unquote. Um, and they basically they just offered him offered him like crypto, and it amounted to like a total of like maybe a hundred grand, maybe. It's still a lot though. But that was their way of pushing crypto. Okay. So, their crypto is it's a shit coin. Like, Dogecoin's worth more than that. <laughs> so, it's even fucking funnier, the fact that, like, he thought he owned Atari because they're like, they gave me $140 million. Like, no, they give you hundred, they give you, like, a fuck ton of their crypto, which amounted to, like, a decent amount for anybody. But, like, it was their way of trying to push their crypto at you. They didn't offer you, like, shares and ownership or anything like that. And they, didn't, they haven't even confirmed whether or not they actually did that. So, he claimed that he... Like the the crypto thing. Well, when they when they, when he showed the when he showed like the sheets, he's like the the quote unquote documentation that he had the contracts the contracts. It was basically all fucking Atari coin, Atari tokens, and those Atari tokens is they're not worth shit. They're really not worth shit. So he's like, I own them. Like, no, you don't, dude. You don't own anything. Like, you in fact, like the fact that you even wanted to like show that you own Atari coin is like the guy is he's so fucking delusional it's insane Clearly. Like, I don't even know I don't even know what to call him like he's just so delusional like he needs help like he needs help he's trying to stay as relevant as he possibly can but he's not staying relevant in the good way <laughs> yeah. if these if this were someone that wasn't super famous they would be committed oh I'm sure I'm sure he would it's <laughs> I don't even know how... He's like, I don't need you guys. I'm doing good. How rich is he now? Well, I know he streams on Twitch. Uh, you want to find out how much he's worth? Because he, he streams, right? That's that's. I think that's where most of his money nowadays comes from. Let's find out. It's because he, he streams video games. 
Like he actually he so- Soldier Boy's net worth updated twenty twenty one. All right, let's find why, out. Why did they have graphics for all these? He's only 30 years old. He's from yeah, Chicago. He's really, he's actually oh, really he's young. from Chicago. I, I <laughs> Oh, fuck. That's shocking. No, That's hang on. Some... What I was going to say earlier that I just didn't is that I mean, like him reselling emulators for like a lot of money for profit is kind of like a hustle you'd see somebody. Because I've been on the south side of Chicago, and I've seen them selling bootleg shit before. Yeah. I'm like that sounds like something like I'd see in Chicago people doing like <laughs> at like like in like downtown Chicago where people are like reselling bootleg shit and it says he's from Chicago. It's funny. I know. Let's find out how much he's worth. I don't care about his career. Uh, I don't care about I don't his care career. Care about any of this bullshit. Give me a fucking number. I'm still scrolling. Literally don't care about any of this. None of this. Zero. The, why are the we why are we reading quotes? Nobody cares. Success? Nope. This I, whole, fuck this article. The, yeah. Oh, summary. We're almost. We were almost there. Oh, really? We were almost there. And now it's going. This on. might actually get to the point more clear. Thirty million. See, look at that. Net Fucking, worth of thirty million, which just, is respectable. Yeah. Which is probably you know, especially all. because like he hasn't had a hit since '07. He's had two hits. What's the other one? I only know of like fucking. Kiss Superman at home. Kiss me through the, the phone. That was, a, that was a big one. That was him? Yeah. Okay. And he topped Billboard charts. Reached number four on the Billboard in 07. <coughs> so, I mean. And I think most of that still probably comes from a lot of that revenue. I'm sure it does. But the whole. How? The, he was like 18 when he dropped that shit. Yeah. He's not young. younger. He's young. Okay, so the Wait, whole no, he's, he's the same age as me. So if he dropped that in, in 2007, we were the same age. How old were you in 07? 16? 16. So yeah, like... Why did I have to think about it? He that? had all of his face tattoos removed. Oh, so you can transition, transition into roles in film and television. <laughs> he got his first face tattoo when he was 16, much to his mother's disapproval. I don't know why I'm reading this. How, how did he get? How did he even get the tattoo then? I'm sure somebody gave it to him. I'm yeah, sure a buddy of his did. Yeah, it's, true. it's not. It's you got not, connections. It's, so. That's not uncommon. Like, I've seen a lot. Like young people get tattoos from their buddies. Well, I mean, if you're from the south side, I'm sure you got connections. So. Well, no, not even that. But like, you can literally. I know people here that get tattoos at a young age. My my sister got tattooed when she was fucking seventeen. Like, if you know people that, like, it's not hard. Like, you can get your own tattoo kits. and Or a friend of yours that's of age can get his own tattoo kit and just do shit on you. Did he get a teardrop? I don't know what he got. But anyways, the delusion of this guy is fucking wild. I'm like, damn, dude. Like, you really really are. Yeah, that's an old-ass picture. Like, dude, that is like, that is... Him trying to dive into the gaming world is like me trying to dive into the podcasting world. I'm trying to be relevant in any way possible. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing is, you I'm not doing. You should I'm, just claim owning like Joe Rogan's podcast or something. I'm basically the Joe Rogan of gaming. <laughs> That's like me saying that, even though I'm not. I mean, they do call us the blacklist of gaming podcast. For, I call myself. 
the Blacklisted Gaming Podcast for a reason. Like, it's very offensive. Very. It's fair. You could market it. That's that's exactly how I market it. I even tell people, like, we're called Blacklisted for a reason. Truth. You should listen to our podcast sometime to find out why. You can give them specific episodes that we know that we talk about. I, I actually have a hard time when people are like, do you have a good a recommended episode to listen to? I'm like... I mean, I basically tell them all the ones that I'm on just because depending, like if it's a veteran, I, I tell them to listen to those yeah. on because those are more veteran focused. Yeah. I mean, I'm the same way. Um, I usually I'm like, just if like we had a long break for a while, I said, don't listen to the earlier episodes because we were still <laughs> trying to figure shit out tech wise. Some of them annoy the fuck out of me. I know. Because what do you of, mean? Because the audio? Yes. I know. You know why? Because I was using that that Yeti microphone right here. But I know, yeah, like you would have the for microphone those that are watching like in this, the middle. Or this whatever. is the microphone that I was using for the longest time podcasting, and I was using it omnidirectional mode so that you can hear everyone. We would have one mic in the center of the table, table, two people talking to I hated it. Hated it. It it was bad. I hate it. Hey, dude, not not every. I it's it's. It was one of those things that I knew going into it that. I wasn't gonna get it right off the rip. Yeah, I mean, you start. Everybody starts somewhere. I just those and but every episode wasn't like that. You could tell the ones where you like you went to somebody else's house and you guys were doing an episode. Yes, those uh, are the ones that I the hate. earlier ones. And those are the ones that you hate. Those are the ones that I hated. Yeah, just because the audio annoyed the fuck out of me. I think the one with Brandon, which was the one about um, the game Crackdown, that was the first time I ever used two mics. And the other thing I was doing was I was using USB mics. Oh, the one, the one of your friends also that you kept half, you always have to tell it to talk into the mic. Mike? Is that the one I'm at? Yeah. That's right, because I remember commenting to him about it when he was here. To be fair, it was kind of hard to do that because at first when you were here, you had to use the same thing we were using, the stand. Ah. So remembering to keep that, like, it's not like the booms where you can just pull it to your face as you move. Yep. Like the the mic stand was different because it was cumbersome in a way, and trust me, I know. And you don't think about it. I wish we'd have video recorded those. That I'm glad we didn't video shit. record those. That shit would have been hilarious to see me video just like recording these podcasts was something I always wanted to do, up. but I didn't have the know how to do it at the time, and I didn't have the technology to do it at the time. Now I do, and I have know how. I mean, like obviously, this is probably going to be the best looking video recorded episode I've ever done. Probably. I can promise you. I'm it really is. excited to see the TikToks that that you clip out. Oh, wait till we get to the rest of the fucking shit that we're doing. Now that all the topics are done. Oh, oh because of my host story. I while you do that, I'm gonna try to find some horrible or, or hilarious things for you. <sighs> Lord, <clears throat> I don't know. I think you you might want to hear the whole story though. Do you want me to here? You want me to take it? Want me to take another break that I'll annotate right here so that I can find everything I want to show you? Did you put the last break in there, too? Yep, I did. The third one? Yep. Was there a third one? There was only two. Was there only two? I pissed and I took a shit. I could have swore. Nope, there was only two. Okay, go. All right, we're back. Um, okay, so, Doc, I want your professional medical opinion you know, on this technically shit. technically never left. Is it? Have you been searching for the same video? No. How many this, fucking this one took me. A, this one took me a bit to find. You, you found four videos. All right, let's look. Lord. These are all on YouTube, so I know it's going to be okay.
Did it snap? I don't know. I can't. It's too fast. I can't tell. So it looks like he just broke his ankle. He fucking folded in half. No, he did not. His ankle may have. Look, he locked. Look, I like how he didn't do a proper PLF upon landing. I will point that out. Yeah, you're supposed to tumble and roll. Yeah, he just put everything onto his legs. <laughs> and so this goes into <laughs> this goes into uh, it's it's the energy that is he's going into and is all compiling into his legs. That's why you're supposed to. Oh, to this roll. actually. So this actually reminds me of this video. Hang on. Lord, here we go. Like that's why they teach you to roll, and that's why parkour. You always see them, like tuck and rolling, because that momentum and that inertia cannot be compiled into one area of the body. You you need to spread it out. So, one of the things that he did wrong was that he reached for the ground when he jumped. And I I'm gonna do a breakdown of this fucking video here. You being a corpsman, and this guy being a paratrooper. You not being airborne, though, you wouldn't know what he did wrong. You just would assume that he just fucking broke his leg. But, like, I well, can identify. from the perspective, I probably w- wouldn't be able to see what's going on. All right, let me. Because it looks like it's from, like, a GoPro. It's. Here. Yeah, let's, uh, let's not have that sound. Good, good. <laughs> no laughs and jokes. What's up, sir? What's up, sir? Yeah, he's and he's he's descending now. For those that are listening, listen. I used to do that shit all the time. Break your leg? No, jump out of the fucking plane. Ah, the right one. So. So I'm gonna tell you, you know what the medics do when you do this, especially if it's your femur, which it usually is in this case. I can sh- let me let me do a quick breakdown of what he did wrong here. So. Oh, he broke his femur. Oh, most definitely broke his fucking femur. Oh, that's horrendous. Why do you think he was screaming in pain like that? Breaking any bone is does not feel good. You're gonna scream in pain. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not listen to that. All right, so I'm gonna do a quick breakdown of what he did wrong here. I feel like you can just tell. Well, as he's going down, okay, first thing, he's doing everything right here. He's trying to get his slip going so he can avoid the road. And then he released his gear, which is what you're supposed to do. Now, right around here, he's looking at the ground, which you're not supposed to do. You're supposed to keep your eyes up here. He looks at the ground right around here. Here's why you don't do that. 
when you look at the ground, you anticipate impact and you reach for the ground subconsciously. You're not actively trying to do that. Your body just naturally just stretches and reaches for it, which when you are doing a PLF, when you're jumping, you're supposed to keep your feet and knees together and your knees slightly bent forward so that your body can just take the impact. So him doing that, looking, even though it like doesn't look like it right away, because he got his GoPro on his fucking rhino mount, you can tell the way his head drops a little bit, he's looking down at the ground. So he reached for the ground and locked his knees. Oh, okay. And when you do that, when you hit the ground that hard, you are going to snap your fucking femur. Absolutely. So here's what the medics do on the DZ when you land. Probably have to tourniquet you. Nope. They reset it. If it's closed, maybe. It when most of the time from the medics. Are you sure you're getting the right bone? the, the, the The medics on the DZ have told me this. Usually when you break your femur on on one of these jumps, it breaks and goes like it, it breaks and goes like that, right? It it's, it separates and slides next to each other. They have to reset it and apply a splint. So what they'll do is they'll put one foot in your in your dick. Are you sure you know where the femur is, right? It's it's your thigh bone. Okay. All right, I'm just making sure we're getting the right bone here. So what they'll do is they'll grab you, like they'll put their foot, your foot in their chest. They'll put one foot in your groin, and they'll pull, turn, and reset it. They'll pop that bitch right back in. That's not good. Well, they'll hold it, and then the other guy will will splint you. They so, should splint the how it is. Depending on how bad it is, usually a lot of times on, this, on these breaks they'll they'll fucking you know no. What they'll just splint it right where it's at. You're supposed to, especially when it's a, a femur fracture of all things. Because your femoral your artery, fucking artery is over there, yes, and you could they could have internal can, bleeding, yeah, and you don't even know it. That's why you tourniquet it. That can be one of the reasons that you can, yes. So, t- I don't know if it's every case that they do this. I just this is what a medic told me. This, this is why Corman are better. Listen, man, we're not gonna get in this fucking argument. <laughs> I'm again. just saying. So that guy fucking reached for the. I see so many. Things so he that reached. Medics do. He reached for the ground and locked his knees, and this is why I say. All you had to say is he locked his knees, and I would have immediately already understood. All right, let's go to the next one. Tell me how you think. So this is this is um the guy from this is Shaggy from Insane Clown Posse. I'm like, is this a fucking music video here? No. Ow, parkour! I broke my arm. Oh, my my arm's broken. Watch. Oh, damn. Parkour! Oh, parkour! I broke my arm! That's a bad angle to be able to truly see what... Even in slow motion, I'm like, what did he even do? He re- he he's extended his arm outward and landed on it and snapped. They right. showed it in go, slow-mo. Go back, go back to slow-mo. Not, not far enough. And it looks like he broke his. Is his radius or his humerus? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I couldn't tell if it was his radius or his humerus. So, your terminology is off. Radius and the ulna. Okay, so the radius. No, no, you have two two bones here radius and ulna. 
and then there's the humorous. Right. I couldn't tell. Okay. You got what I was getting at when it came to the, the fucking forearm yeah. versus the upper well, arm. Well, you were missing a whole bone. Who cares? <laughs> the whole point I was trying to get at, and like, did he break it below the elbow or above? It looks like it's above. It's definitely above. When you look at it right there, it's that you can see that it's above. Calling me now. Oh, U.S. government. I already know what that's about. The hospital calls me from for appointment reminders when I have appointments. Oh yeah, it's automatic. You think he's gonna be okay? It's just a bump. <laughs> like it looks, it looks bad. <laughs> I like how it goes backwards. <laughs> this is why I don't. Do shit. Have you seen the milk crate challenge going? Oh on? my god, yes. I have not. I don't I'm understand yet, the whole point of that. I'm literally yet to see an actual video of someone doing it, but I've seen like a, a doctor TikTok that I follow. Like he actually makes some legit shit, but he talked about like, don't fucking do this. You're an idiot. And he was talking about all the injuries that you can get, and he showed some clips of people that were doing it. And I'm like, who who thinks of this? Shit? This is the Tide Pod generation right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Example. All right. Where, do, where are they even getting these milk crates, though? I've never seen that many. Yeah, that's many... what I was wondering. Where the fuck are these milk crates coming from? I've never seen that many milk crates in any location. Except a grocery store. Like, in the stock in the back. Even still. Even still, yeah. It's like, where the fuck are you getting all this shit, man? All right. Tell me. Let's, uh... Are these all breaks? No, this one's not. <laughs> Every time I fucking switch scenes, it just goes... Yeah. Wait, why am I looking at ass right now? So this couple's fighting on this balcony. Oh, they're fighting. He's, he looked like he landed on his back and his head probably. Apparently they're both fine. I mean, it's not a far drop. No. And it could also, if they're... Were you don't they, have to have a fall drop if you land on your fucking skull. Well, yeah. But, I mean, so also part of it is if they had alcohol in their system. Oh, because they're all loose? Yeah. Nice and limber, not stiffed up and crushing those, their skulls in? I mean, that's why drunk drivers So what do you think, uh, what do you think, what do you think these guys... Uh, yeah. Why do you think these guys... So injury-wise, what do you think they got? Well, the look from the way the car was in the way. If the car was moving, it would be a little bit better. The guy probably likely had a concussion from the way that he landed. And what do you think about her? Let me see it again. Okay. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm hitting the scene button over and over again. I'm just doing that. That was insanely unintentional that the, the, <laughs> that the scene swap. <laughs> it, it <laughs> I didn't expect a replay. Like, and <laughs> once I saw I was doing that, I just kept hitting four, 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 hitting the scene button just over. And I was like, oh, it's right when you need to see. What's it going to look like on that, though? Is it switching scenes just over and over? No, no, it's just replaying what you see on there. <laughs> It's capturing everything that you see on this on this monitor. Yeah, but when you said you were switching, you were hitting a scene button. Yeah, hitting. Okay, so I hit scene four, right? This is where it's at. I just hit four. Oh, it doesn't actually change the scene. Then. It's already in the scene. <laughs> <laughs> why does it go to that part? <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know why it does that. 
It's just at that part. We're literally laughing at people falling off a balcony onto their faces and just hitting repeat, repeat. Well, this is what made America's Funniest Home Videos popular is people getting injured. Did you ever ever watch, like, the fucking – they were, like, foreign comedy shows, and they basically showcased shit like this, and they just, like, put on weird funny sounds and hit replay, and you're looking at them in the video, and you're like, that person's not okay. They're fucked up. You ever seen the show MXC? Most Extreme Elimination yeah. Challenge? Yeah. That's where, like, Wipeout and shit was created from, was because of that show. All right. I have not seen this one. I've only ever heard it. So this guy's taking a piss. He's on the tree. Front view of Dick right now. No, you can't see his dick. Yeah, yeah that's good. Shame for him then. <laughs> the fucking pole? <laughs> it was a live electrical wire. <laughs> Do you think he's okay? No. <laughs> you don't think he's okay? If he lived overall, he's gonna have some burns for sure. Yeah, he took a fucking lightning rod to the penis. Like, his dick is probably burned gone i like how he just completely disappears watch right there yeah so basically his urine stream was the conductor for the electricity to get to go up and then the lightning or the electricity went through his body and it and it i have no idea i don't know where where he went i don't know where he went either (laughs) but he the lightning would have still been going through his body until he hit the ground again, and the lightning could disperse into the ground. Right. So he's going to have burns at the insertion point and the of exit. his dick. In the exit, and the exit. probably his yeah. asshole. <laughs> and along with internal shit going on. Oh, yeah, If dude. he's still alive. And his dick's probably gone. I just thought I'd add that little fun segment. That was the last video? Yeah, that was the last, last one, yeah. I thought I'd add that little fun. It's too set. bad we can't have like the cornhole one. Oh, the corn. Co- I mean, like, we could watch it, and you just won't be able to see it. I mean, I've already seen it. It's, it's not the same though. It's not. Wow. It's not as. It's not as genuine. You as want some gross shit? No, no, I don't. We've we've this. What is one thing? What is the one thing that makes you time? like uncomfortable to watch? That's very very few things, honestly. Yeah, but what are the few things? I really don't know, honestly. What about eyeball stuff? I'm I'm more awkward in situations where people are talking about death or like someone close to them died and i'm like because you can't relate to it no mostly just because bring my closer Mm, yeah that's too close but go go on (laughs) mostly because i've dealt with a lot of it in my life and at a very young age and then throughout that like it just doesn't really affect me anymore to where trauma. i feel so trauma you know, I, well yeah but i feel weird when other people are t- talking about it because i'm like i seem like an asshole because it's not your trauma because i'm less empathetic for it and i'm like oh i'm <laughs> sorry all right so let's uh <laughs> let's um uh, let's go on to your host story <laughs> I just, I'm going to start this one from like from the beginning. I am so excited for this. God. So back 
in some of my hoe times, this was this was really close to when I had first gotten to Greenside. So I was on Tinder, as one does. Found this girl, redhead. Okay. Went on a date with her. Sent she had sent some pictures, and I was like, "Cool." She sent me her address. She was living with a friend at the time. She lived with this friend for a while, actually, until we had ended up getting an apartment. But it was she was at her friend's house for a while. Went on some dates, and she was a stripper. Shocker. Go yeah, on. Yeah, I know. I didn't actually know that she was a stripper for a couple of dates, so she kind of hit it. How long were you dating this girl? <clears throat> um, I want to change the terminology yeah. to how long was I trapped with this girl. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. How long were you trapped with this girl? About almost a year. Oh, my God. Okay. Go um, on. Um, actually... A little over a year, I would. Say. I think it was a little over a year. Yeah, I think it was actually over. A, it was over a year. So, how long into the this whole entrapment did you find out she had multiple personality disorder? That was not for a while, actually, because I had always known she was fucking crazy. A couple months later, I found I realized this. Bitch I've, is fucking I've crazy. learned that it usually around the three month period is when you f- can find out if someone's nuts. So. I always known that she. What you actually thinking about? I mean, Alicia are at a four month period. This is about <laughs> this is about that time now. This is about that time. I've always known that she was crazy. Like she's she's also borderline, like borderline personality. This sounds like one of my exes. I well, well, borderline personality is very popular. Not yeah. popular, but like it's very prevalent. Common. It's one of the yeah, super common. And you don't usually notice it. Most people don't notice it. Until later on, there's re- there's red flags that you can kind of start picking up on when you're privy Such to as? it. Um, giving very 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 personal details very early on in the relationship. Um, let's say like a, a sexual abuse from when they were a kid. Okay. And talking about that in detail. Oh God. Like less than a month before uh, into the relationship, like so like really intimate type stuff very early on those types of things just as an example that just seems like a general red flag yeah yeah generally they're usually phenomenal in bed which she was so uh, sort of but (laughs) they're usually phenomenal in bed because they use that as part of the way to get the other person in because they, it's it's like how they get them to, to like them. It's their way of feeling wanted. Physically, yes. <clears throat> well, in general, they they equate no, they, they, both. They, 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 that that explains why I'm, and uh, both, my ex was like that. Yes. So that's why they say crazy people are usually good in bed is because they use that as, that's how they they feel desired, and it's. Because their personality is shit. <laughs> well, it's actually, it's really deep-rooted, and it's like a never-ending cycle, and it comes off. Like, when you look at the the reasoning, reasoning why they do it, it's actually kind of sad, but it's not an excuse. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not an excuse. So, I found out that this girl was crazy throughout the relationship, but sadly, I didn't truly find out. Actually, well, I should have fucking found out. So, I'm an idiot in this situation, because there was... There's at least three times that I should have been like gone, but you know 
attachment and among other things. So in, I think I met her in like October, November-ish time frame, right? Seen her a couple of times. At that time, I had known that she was talking to other dudes, which is cool. I was talking to other girls. I really didn't care. And I didn't plan for it to be anything long-term. I was like, I'm just fucking around. I fucked up, caught feelings. But in the beginning, in the beginning. And so she was with this, she was with some dude around Christmas time of that year. I think it was like 2014-ish, 2015. And I was upset. And I should have left the uh, left the whole thing. I should have just ran, gone. No, I'm an idiot. But it was it's that moment around there because we had had sex close to that time frame, like maybe a couple of days later, right? Mm-hmm. Never truly thought about it after that. So basically, when the to fast forward slightly, when the kid was born, that time frame or when she was pregnant, that time frame matched up. Like everything was. Like when you when you trace when they trace back the pregnancy to the time of conce- conceived and stuff like that, and they're like it was probably from this time frame of when he had sex, it it made sense. Yeah. Right. So I find out a couple of months later that she was pregnant. I'm like, fuck. And let me guess. She told you it was yours. No, I wait. Just, she never told you it was yours. I just knew that she was – we had found out that she was pregnant, and I was seeing her at the time. And you didn't know about the other guy? I never thought about it because she wasn't, to my knowledge, seeing anybody at that time, right? Okay. It was just me and her. So I was like, fuck. And me never wanting kids, I was more like, fuck. But at that time, I was also like, I don't want to be a piece of shit. I'm so going to do the to responsible do, yeah, thing. Yeah, so I tried to do the responsible thing, which part of me also truly regrets that, too. I can only imagine. Yeah. <laughs> you got to so, be daddy for a little bit. Yeah, unfortunately. So we, we ended up getting an apartment. I couldn't get BAH, though. Also, so being with this with Yeah, I wasn't married. So also, this she was going through a divorce at the time, right? Go on. That's... It's not exactly legal for military people. Oh, yeah. You can get fucking kicked out. Yes. Not anymore. Oh, that's good. So they changed it to where if there's a legitimate divorce going through and there's, like, papers and there's process for that, then it's not illegal anymore. Oh, finally. Yeah, right. I know. We caught up with times and everything. (laughs) We're not in the fucking colonial times anymore. But at that time, it was so my command had tried to fuck me. Because somebody had found out, and I was not liked by a couple of people. Okay. And so I thought, one, I had talked to a lawyer, and the lawyer was like, so they just asked you an incriminating thing without telling you about the incrimination possibilities. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, That's well, entrapment. Yep. But it, it's also not legal because they hadn't read me my rights or anything like that, and they... So, so anything you said is not going to be used against you because they didn't. Well, they it. couldn't. Like if they tried to bring it up. Two, they said that they were reading. So they basically they read me my rights and everything because they were trying to NJP me. 
and they gave you, they give you the paper where they can like you can either keep your rights or you can sign away your rights. Basically, if you sign away your rights, you're gonna get NJP'd and there's no, nothing you can fucking do. If you keep your rights, they have to make sure that you that they have enough against you to truly NJP you. Because when you keep your rights, you don't make a statement, anything like that. If they don't find anything against you, they will literally drop the they will drop the case. Because that means that you have the right to a lawyer and you have the right to deny NJP and go to courts martial. So they had no information. So on top of dealing with this crazy bitch, you had to deal with legal issues. Potential legal issues. Potential and legal then, like, issues. And like all the command shit with it, yeah. So when you found out she was pregnant and you just hung out with her throughout the whole pregnancy, huh? Yeah. How was that? Not fun. I imagine not. Not only has she got borderline and multiple personalities. She has. She's pregnant and hormonal. Yes. And the this. The sex was good, though. That, <laughs> this sex was good. Although it's, she it's could the, stab me at any time. It's the little things. So the what had happened with the case, well, nothing happened with the case because they had nothing on me. They had no information. They had literally nothing. So it ended up where like if we ever get any more info on this, you're you're you can fucked. be re- yeah. yeah, you can be recharged. I'm like, yeah, I'm not a fucking idiot. So let's let's get into the whole pregnancy thing now. <laughs> I mean she was great and doggy. Okay. I don't mean like <laughs> I don't mean like that. I meant more like So you're you're with her through the whole pregnancy. Yeah. You were there for the kid's birth? No, I, so no. So so she had another kid. But she didn't have custody of that kid. And I had only ever seen that kid like one time and that was cuz I I don't went, know why, but I am not surprised. Yeah, I know. I can't imagine why though. Yep. So she had another kid, and the the kid was like two or three, I think. It was a it was a daughter, and but they they lived with the dad. I had, I had actually never seen the kid like one time, ever, and it was because I went on a trip with her to help her out with something. And other than that, the whole time I literally never saw the kid. That's another thing that I was cool. I was like, cool, no children. And but but during the birth, I was actually at work one day. I was. Because I had made it was long enough to where where I had gotten put, the chief fully respected me because I didn't lie to him. I didn't bullshit him. I kept him updated on the situation. He understood, and he respected my work ethic and everything that I was doing within the BAS. Okay. So he was actually on my side after a while because he, I, I earned my respect at that point throughout like that nine month period so he's like i cannot guarantee you this but i would try to get you to be able to go to like the birth and everything and uh i wouldn't have had time how so okay <laughs> so she became pregnant mm-hmm. and this is how long into you guys being together she that she was pregnant that she became pregnant very early because remember i i had met her in, so like a month in Two, about two months in, maybe a month, month, two months, yeah. And then, so you stuck around with obviously another nine months. Yep. Um, so during that time, her having the psychological issues that she does, um, I just thought she was super fucking crazy. 
Why did you? And I had equated it to like borderline. How long? But you gotta remember, I was also trapped because as much, even if I was wanted. This before the pregnancy, you were trapped. No. So, remember, I I got in trouble with my command. Oh, very so, early on, so I I had to play this strategically. So if you you felt like if you were to just get yourself out of the situation, she'd use that against. Yes, you. absolutely. And then my career would have been fucked. Okay. All right. So I was fucked this on is, this multiple is how, aspects. This reminds me of how like I had an ex that was borderline, and she was the one of the reasons why I joined the military because I tried leaving her, and she stood in the doorway and said no. Nope. You're not going anywhere. Yes. And I, and she was the type to beat the shit out of herself and tell the cops I did it. Exactly. So I was just like... So I had to be very strategic. So same, I was yep. trapped the whole time. And also, I was trapped because I was trying what I thought was responsible while also being strategic. So I wasn't there for the birth. It was actually a very quick birth. She's like, pop that kid out. Super easy, like just slid right out, man. Damn near. Because I had gotten a text that, hey, she's going. Because my best friend Gonzo, Gonzo was actually there for it. He was, he lived with us for, like a couple of weeks, I think. Was there any time during this pregnancy that there was even a question that the kid was yours? You mean that he wasn't mine? Yeah, that's what I meant. No. So the whole time you believed this kid was the entire yours? time. Did and she did she convince you? No. It was because of the timing. The timing made sense. Okay. So, at, so what? How long after the birth did you get a paternity test? We'll get to that. Okay. You're jumping ahead too far. So Gonzo was there. Gonzo was helping me out, and I got a text that she was going in labor, and I was like, "All right, cool. I'm going in with a patient right now. I'll message when I get out." By the time I got done with that patient, the kid was already born. That's how fucking fast it was. Damn. Like, it was. It was quick. Super quick, and. He looked like a potato, as <laughs> all children do. <laughs> all kids. I, I hate when people post, this is such a beautiful baby. I'm so happy you're in this world. Like, I'm like. That's an alien potato. That's literally, exactly like, no kid looks good coming out of the womb. I don't think any kids are cute, honestly. Some are, yeah. I think I think some I think I'm not some a kid person. Are cute. But, like, I know you're not somebody's, a kid person. Even, but even, regardless of how cute the kid becomes, no kid looks good coming out. Yeah, exactly. And so. The older he got, a little bit older, like throughout the months. I guess you could say he. We thought he looked like me. It became a psychological thing. Yeah, I think I think so. Ultimately, did, did you know that there's actually like a biological thing where the dad will know at birth whether or not the kid is his? False. I can attest to this. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. It's a lie. So go on. It's more of a feeling. So as the kid, it's not as the kid got older and looked less and less like a fucking alien blob, like yes. So basically, he was born in September, and I ended it with her in December. So, so three months. That's three months. November, December, yeah, about three, roughly three months. So. <laughs> Her divorce was finalized December 1st of that year. So I was like, she has nothing against me. Okay. So, like, no matter what, there was nothing she could go off of 
as far as that portion goes. You know what I mean? But the baby. Well, yeah, but that's different. So <laughs> I ended that shit. Moved back into the barracks. Got all my shit. Most of my shit. <sighs> I lost so much shit. But <laughs> I lost my deployment hard drive. Oh, no. It still stings. Um, so when in this three-month period did you start to think that this isn't your kid? N- I didn't. So continuing on, I left her because I didn't want to be with her. And I could safely get out of the relationship as far as career-wise. Now, I knew. So I, so the way that the law where we were was no matter the, the father or the, the current marriage is responsible for the child or or nobody goes on the birth certificate basically it's up to the mother i guess so the biolog so the so the the husband from the the divorce correct is on the birth certificate it's a southern thing it's a southern thing yeah i was gonna say that's gotta be i've never heard that before but go on so they were going through and so basically, I would just be there anytime I would be around was for the kid to like help. I would babysit while she was at work or something on the weekend. <clears throat> and that was my time to see him do whatever. And this is also how I know I'm I would ever be a terrible father, because even though that the, the child was still there, like I, I like I didn't truly care. And that's because of my innate, I don't want kids. Like, I was trying to do what I thought was responsible. Yeah. But, like, I just, I still didn't want the kid. And I'm comfortable in saying that because he's not my kid. <laughs> now. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, like, I was doing the attempt of what I, I felt was responsible and not just, like, I'm gone. But I knew... And I can say it now, especially, but like I knew, like I just, I still didn't want a kid. I was just doing what I felt was I was obligated to do. So like I would pay, I would sometimes take him to daycare. I would, pay, I would basically, because she couldn't legally get me for child support or anything like that, right? Because I wasn't on the birth certificate. That I would pay for his daycare, because that was super expensive. It was like three hundred dollars a month or some shit. And so I would pay for his daycare, and that was basically her child support, essentially. And I would see the kid babysit him. She ended up getting with uh, – <laughs> it's really actually funny. She ended up marrying this dumbass Marine who – He sounds like an idiot. He is. <clears throat> he, he was was some, he a, Was he a boot, new boot? Yeah. They usually are. And he was pogue as fuck. But he had tricked her – or she had tricked him into she she needed more benefits. <laughs> she needed she needed benefits. She went full dependa. So she'd always been. So they were together and they had an apartment and everything. And then I think like three to four months into that relationship, uh, he realized how crazy she was and he got the fuck out of that relationship. So basically, she was getting more and more pain in my ass of if I were going to see him at all. And so I'm like, this is ridiculous. Let's just get 
I need to get a DNA test. Because for me to have any type of rights to not have to just only deal with her, have to be on the birth certificate, right? And so to do that, because I wasn't originally on, you had to have a, a DNA test. Magically, when I'm like, we're going to get a DNA test, she's like, you know, there's, he's probably not yours. I'm like, excuse me? Wait, she fucking knew? The whole time. The whole time? Yes. But because she was supported and or had she someone to, her mouth to leech off of, yes. The whole thing. So you know how I know it's fucked up? She knew the person who was, who is the biological father because he was tested as well. Was this before you did? This is the same time. Oh, she tested both. You got, you both did it. Yes. So we both sent in our samples. I think it was cheek, those cheek swabs. And then the, his sample to be matched up. And I still have, I still have the email that says, not the father, <laughs> essentially. That's fucking wild. Yeah. So she knew the whole fucking time, and she named the person, or well, I don't want to say name, but identified the person that was. And so this whole time, she knew. And I was, initially, I was like, this bitch. And then afterwards, I was like, Hey, it's not a, it's my a, problem. Hey, this is like one of those things where it's a mixed <laughs> bag of emotions because on one hand, you would you think, but it you really wasted wasn't. a year of my life and made me fucking emotionally like think this. And on the other hand, you're like, oh, thank God, I can actually get away with this and not fucking have any kind of ties. Yes, you know what's more fucked up though is because I know I know it's fucked up and selfish. I was more pissed about the money I had to spend on the kid in general for the kid. Yes. So I'm, I'm not a kid, man. Why don't you get a, a fucking get a vasectomy? I'm. I've been trying. No one will do it because I, ethically, quote unquote, because I don't have kids. Because I'm still young. I know a girl that works at the gym. She's not even thirty yet, and she got her tubes removed because she doesn't want kids. Does she have kids? No. Is there anything medically she, wrong? No. She, the only thing is that she donated her eggs. I don't know because it's, it's almost it, impossible. She she has a doctor that removed her t her fallopian tubes and she has no kids. Because I want that. Because I don't want. And then I've always actually talked about people or talked to people like if I were in a relationship after I got my vasectomy and she was like I'm pregnant. I'm like well you're gone. You cheating bitch. <laughs> like guarantee it's not mine. Trauma after trauma after trauma. <laughs> but no, um, so the, she was super crazy. But, so, one, when I tell people I don't want kids, this is my solidification of how I justify how much I truly don't want kids. Because I had that trial period. And then you realize during that period, that how Yeah, how much I don't want children, yes. <laughs> A thousand percent. Even with thinking that it was yours. Exactly. And you still didn't Like, want I it. genuinely thought it was mine, and I'm like, I, do, like, I don't want fucking children. Do you think that maybe you thought that because biologically you, you're, like, you're just, you had no connection with the kid for multiple reasons. Like, one, the mother being the way she was. Two, 
um, there was no biological connection between you and that kid. So therefore, like you don't have a bond with that kid. It's almost like it's almost like a primitive type thing. So I did. I did have. So it's 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 funny. The the story continues. Right. Jesus. She still was not diagnosed with multiple personality yet. I just thought she was fucking crazy. Which is okay. So this continues my stupidity. You did not stick with her. No, I didn't stick with her. I still I fucked her a couple of times. You moron. That's I know. sticking with her. I know. I know. That's how good the sex was, though, I'm telling you. <laughs> and let me tell you something. My crazy ex, though that she was great in bed, I didn't stay with her. No, I didn't stay with her. I didn't fuck her again either. This was like twice. Trust me. It was like twice. But it's more than it should have been. But because I I had somewhat of a connection with the kid. And I was like, oh, I can be a cool uncle now. And I was way cooler with that. Because you could give the kid back. Exactly. So I was like, oh, he's not mine. Fuck yeah. She asked me to babysit him. I was like, yeah, I can do that. Because there's no direct responsibility. any responsibility to this. And I was like, he's a cool kid. So I didn't have to do anything. I was like, I'm a way better. That's why I tell people, I'm like, I'm a way better uncle than anything. Because I can send a little fucking shit back to his parents. So it continues on. Go on. So it continues on. And throughout the... I think I I would babysit him every so often for like six months, give or take. But I found during that time, she was going to mental health and she was legitimately diagnosed with multiple personality. And I was like... This explains so much. This makes so much sense because... She would actually switch when we were together, and I never truly thought about it. And once it was identified, I'm like, that makes sense. And then it started to get really weird, too, because once she had finally come out about that, and it, and she, and it was identified, they all had different names. Oh, it was that deep, huh? Yes. So there was, like, if she ever felt like she was being attacked, she would become like a child. Oh, God. There's, there was one, there was like a teenage one that was super fucking sassy. There was a slutty one, which was, I think, the one that seduced myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I can't remember what that one's name was. There was a, there was a super slutty one. There was there was like a responsible one that kind of took over in super stressful situations, and then there was just like regular her. There was a couple more, but they they weren't like super significant. But those were like the main ones. Oh, there was a really there was like a really dark one. That that's the one that would like cut her. Like when she would cut herself, that's usually the one that had, that would come out. Yeah. This sounds so fun. And after a while, I started using it as like my own little psych experiment. <laughs> oh, you bastard! <laughs> oh, like this is. Hmm, uh, I have a. I like you. Like, <laughs> fuck, dude. So I would like. I would try to talk to each one of them or like which one is this like they were they would usually say which one 
if I if I couldn't tell, most of the time I could tell after a while. Which one are you? <clears throat> oh, interesting. Notes. <laughs> yeah. And like how each one would act and what different situations would bring on. So you went each. from you went from fucking this chick to thinking you were the dad of this chick to now using her as a case study of of the child, not the dad of her. Oh yeah, that's what I meant. You, but, like, she thought you were. She thought you like you went from fucking her to being in a relationship with her to thinking that you're the father of her kid to now you're using her as a case study after everything is said and over with. Yeah, and uh, while being a semi uncleish babysitter i think you need to get evaluated because <laughs> that is some that is some devious shit so i never did anything as far as negative or that's anything. like that's it psychotic was more, well it was more lie. like i wanted see that's why psych interests me with my personality because you're a psychopath no it's because I always want to know more. I want to know why. So I wanted to get deep. I wanted to understand what was happening, basically. While also having some kind of embedment in her life. What's the difference? When a person is evaluating someone. I wasn't evaluating her. It was more just me getting information. Okay, you're getting information out of her. You're basically using her as a case study. But you're also involved in her life. Yeah. Most people that do that aren't directly involved with that person, with a patient's life. Well, she wasn't a patient. Officially, no. I was just using my skills to be like, this is really interesting. But also to make interactions with her simple and not fucking crazy. It was better to understand, especially depending on which personality was present at the time. It was beneficial to know how to handle each one, what would trigger each one to to be the, the current alt that was present, and what to do in those situations. Oh, my God. <laughs> so it was partially for myself as well. Yeah, obviously. No, I mean for the interaction. Right. You... For my own safety. <laughs> for my own safety. I need to know how to identify which version of this crazy. Basically, yeah. What the fuck? Yep. So uh, the moral of the story is that I was not the fucking father. <laughs> I got the No, the moral of the story of is if you get any kind of red flags that were listed above get out now yeah fucking run and don't be a dummy and come on her tummy and don't don't date strippers don't date strippers she was a good stripper too cool <laughs> she was also nuts that explains why she was a good stripper her so the, the personality that I, her seductive personality was the stripper i can't believe that i have never told this story to you well i understand like the full elongated version yeah but in the, general, even bringing it up to me, no, you haven't. Jesus fucking Christ, that's wild. All right, so we're at. Um, I mean, overall, this is, this is gonna get cut down. We're at four. Hours. Well, the breaks, yeah. Yeah, I gotta cut the breaks and shit out. But um, this what, is a, really what are we at? Four hours and fifteen minutes. Oh yeah, we'll be like we'll be like three thirty then. Yeah. After you take all those breaks out, like the pee break, the poop break, the me pulling up videos break. Yeah, it'll probably be like as normal. Yeah, so I'm actually thinking about pr doing promos in those breaks, like short ones. For what? 
regiment. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. The pod, the regiment, the podcast, and the and the Twitch stream. It. This is how can you do the podcast when it is the podcast? The podcast on Spotify. Okay. Right. So, do like you know, regiment promo, Spotify promo, or Apple or Google, whichever you prefer, and then um, the Twitch promo, and then social media promos, shit like that, Discord. Stuff like all that cool shit. The Instagram too. I said social medias, but yes. Okay. Well, you were branching them off. So anyway, you seem tired as fuck. It's ob- it's funny because yeah, talking about her is exhausting. I'm. Sh- it seems exhausting. <laughs> I am exhausted for you. I I try to cut all ties from this bitch. Anyway, I'm going. Let me switch cameras. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for hanging out. Love y'all. Appreciate y'all. That's what Doc looks like when he does that. He looks like he's fucking (laughs) trying to have sex with me. So I hope you guys enjoyed the video. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, for those of you that are listening, happy happy Monday. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Me and Doc, we are both going to have our jerseys. Tuesday. Um, Tuesday. So for the next episode, when we record that, we are going to... Are we recording on Friday? No, it's going to have to be on a Saturday again. That's supposed to be Red Friday. Um, yeah, I mean, I know that, but the thing about that is that I got to fucking work until 10 p.m. Excuses. I don't want to get off work at 10 p.m. and start recording at like 1130 <clears throat> at night. You were up till 3 a.m. Getting shit ready. That's That's one thing. It's another thing to fucking, like, actually have to be functional enough to provide an entertaining podcast. That's why I don't like streaming late anymore. Like, I have to out of necessity. But even still, I notice that, like, dude, I'm dragging ass during those, during those streams. I don't want to stream that late anymore. I want to do it in the morning, but there's nobody watching in the morning. Everyone's at work. That's true. So it sucks. Ironically, though, for some, somehow... I don't know how people that become regular streamers actually get more viewers during the day. They build a community and people are watching them at work. But it like it just doesn't make sense to me. I don't I don't get it either. Uh, uh, maybe it's because there's less streamers during the day, I guess. Like mm-hmm. I don't there's less options. It's possible. Like it's, I just it doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Well anyway, uh love you guys. Appreciate y'all. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed. Leave uh go ahead and uh, like and subscribe to this YouTube oh, yeah. video. That's right. We have to do that now. Yeah, we Just wait till we start getting merch. That'll be hilarious. We'll start plugging the merch. And I'm going to work on that too. Well, so. let's let's wait till we get more viewers. Yeah. So, you know, people actually can buy it. All right. Have a good night, guys. Love you. Bye.